Our first story comes to us from the rainy west coast. Two women find themselves ensnared with each other, brought together by what seems the fate of the romantic goddesses out there. Will justice reign? Or will the wheel of fortune spin their lives out of control? Let's find out on this blossoming story of love, titled by the sender as cross-pollination. Hello, and welcome to another season of Fables Around the Table. Uh, this season is called Candlelight, and we're doing a series of romance-themed one-shots, which I am super excited about. Our players for this season are Chelsea Rexinger, Caitlin Camp, and me. I am Fiona L.F. Kelly. On this episode, we will be playing Tension, a queer cat and mouse romp by Adira Slatterly, with art and layout by Francida Soto, and editing by Dominique Dickey. You can find this game by heading to adira.itch.io slash tension. Adira is A-D-I-R-A. Uh, say hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi, hi everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this game is uh, is inspired by uh, by series like Killing Eve, where you know you have the investigator and the killer going after each other. I am super excited to play it and to uh, and to be approaching romance from that angle. So we're going to be playing some murderous sapphic slash investigator sapphic fun <laughs> slash murder victim fun stuff. <laughs> So everything you want from a queer romance, it's great. <laughs> That's all I want from any sort of uh, from any sort of queer romance. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into introducing who each other are before we get into the rest of the game setup. Uh, we did a couple things off mic, which is just to get our very basic information about each other. Um, but as the killer, Caitlin, why don't you start first? <laughs> Uh, so I'm going to be playing Frankie King, who uses she, her pronouns. Um, I chose that Frankie will have piercing eyes. Um, she wears casual jeans, fun socks, and also has hidden knives on her person. Um, I, her type is wild and her pattern is flowers. All right. Um, I am being the investigator for this mystery that we're about to do, um, my name is Adrienne Miller, uh, she, her. Um, I, for my look, I chose a large cup of coffee, practical suits, which to me means like vaguely menswear inspired, and uh, lived in messenger bag. Um, my profession, I decided to go with my own secrets uh, want for a profession, which is true crime podcaster, and my obsession <laughs> is serial killers. Um, now, Chelsea is playing neither the investigator nor killer, but this game has options for a third player, which we uh, are deciding to do today. So, Chelsea, tell us a little bit about what that is. Uh, yeah, so I am the ensemble, which means I'm going to play all of the non-main characters, um, and each of them will be based on a tarot card arcana. And uh, so we haven't met them yet or named them yet. So I am as uh, new to these people as you guys are. I can't wait to meet them also. <laughs> uh, 
Okay, so then the next part of our game is to play. I'm very excited. So we so the first thing that we need to do in this game, so we have set up our main path with on either side Justice and the Wheel of Fortune, which are Adrian and uh, Frankie, respectively. Those make up the ends of our main path. And then we need seven cards face down in the middle. One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Okay, so now we have our main path. Um, and then everyone needs their hands, I believe, as the next step. Yes. All right. One, two. Uh, you guys are cool and will get five cards in your hand. And since I'm all of the extra characters, I will only get three. So now that everybody has their hands and everything, is it time for the encounter? So the encounter is not that we... F Do we flip a card for the encounter? The killer needs to play a major arcana from their hand, and the investigator plays a minor a minor arcana from their hand. If either player does not have the requisite card, we flip one from the top of the deck until one shows. Okay. So we both need a major arcana card, right? <laughs> I was going to say. Because neither... Oh, well, I have one, so Caitlin needs one. The, the killer needs a major, and the investigator needs a minor. Okay. I see. So, so, I do not. Yeah, I will flip until I find one. Okay. You get judgment. Judgment? Who's the judgment? Oh, already? <laughs> so uh, soon? The killer. Who is judgment? Oh, no. Judgment. Uh -oh. Scarlet Marsh is dead. <gasps> Who is <No>! that? <laughs> My clueless friend. <laughs> That's gonna be, there's going to be a lot of who is that? <laughs> That's my that's clueless friend, Scarlet. Oh, your Marsh. best friend. Yeah. You killed your best friend. Uh huh. Oh, Caitlin. Um, look, I don't have a lot to say, except that it was necessary. <laughs> that character will start off dead, uh, and was murdered by the killer. Describe how and maybe why they died. Hmm. Me describing? Yes. I guess I probably should have done some googling before this for. Ideas. Cool ways to kill. Cool oh ways God. to kill people. I, me writing um. every mystery novel. Cool ways to kill someone. <laughs> um, oh, I want to be on a list too, guys. Oh, I'm on a lot of lists. I'm sure. Like, would X kill someone? <laughs> Ooh, we're gonna start out bad. This all feels terrible. I hope everyone knows that I, like, as a very empathetic person, this is painful, but fun. Um, <laughs> I think Scarlet Marsh dies from a drink that I poisoned while we were out at uh, a bar together. And she went back home and Ooh. passed away in her apartment. Ooh. What kind of poison? It probably doesn't matter, but I'm curious. Because you're the flower killer, right? <laughs> I was going to say, you know I only know, like... <laughs> Uh, well, what what could we do? Belladonna. We that look real sounds, cute before we go. Yeah, that sounds very romantic. Yeah. Well, people used to put it in their eyes for eye drops because, like, it would make everybody like everyone's pupils super big, um, and bring a nice flush to the cheeks. If I remember correctly, don't Ooh. count on that one. But um, uh, well, in this world, that is exactly what happens. <laughs> Scarlet looked even more vibrant and ready to mingle until she was not ready to mingle any longer. 
Uh, and now the investigator plays a minor arcana card from their hand, which determines the tenor of how they first got on the trail of the killer. Okay, let me look at the thingy. Okay, so what I have, I have wands and cups for minor. So wands mm-hmm. are inspiration, intuition, revelation, and passion. Cups is introspection, yearning, sadness, connection. Both of those sound pretty okay. So this is how I first get on the trail of the killer. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, six and seven both sound really good. Now I have to decide if I think. So six of wands would be a lie uncovered, inspiration, intuition, revelation, passion. Seven of cups would be an intimate coincidence, introspection, yearning, sadness, connection. Oh, those are both so good. <laughs> no, you. Hey. Um. Okay. Would you like a little more information about both of those? I would. would that yeah, I think so. So the six of wands is. Let me let me look at it so I can remember. <laughs> um, the six of wands is sort of like this card of recognition, like. You've been working really hard on something, and you're finally getting the recognition you mm-hmm. deserve. Um, so in your situ- your character situation, this maybe be like uh, you were in like a competition or something like that, and you won, and you're getting an award, or somebody has written like a really cool review for you, mm-hmm. um, and it's getting people to kind of look at you a little bit closer. Um, it's uh, a moment of like really strong self-confidence. Um, and the Seven of Cups is this card of, like, um, fantasy and brainstorming and coming up with really cool ideas. It's sort of like a card of, of daydreaming in a lot of ways. Um, so it's sort of like, um, you could be projecting, um, really cool ideas onto the world and perhaps one of your ideas happens to be correct. Mm. I think based on that definition, I'm going to go with the Six of Wands um, because I think it's interesting to start Adrian out kind of on top. Yeah. Yeah. So the Six of Wands would be inspiration, intuition, revelation, passion, and a lie uncovered. Um, and I put that in the discard pile. I guess I don't have to put it face up. Um, so I think that... So this is, is is this me setting the scene now, sort of? It sounds like this doesn't even have to be super related to the card you drew, but it okay. might be helpful for you for inspiration. Okay, so yeah, I think that, so if it's the, if it's the tenor of the situation, that says to me, it's just kind of like the mood. So I think mm-hmm. that they're both coming off of something kind of successful and the sort of like, um, you know, the lie uncovered in, in Adrian's case would be that she's, like, discovered who this is. Maybe she's getting more recognition. She's, like, finally, like, oh, everyone's listening now, right? As I'm trying to, like, build my case. And then I can do, like, this, like, cool reveal type of thing when they finally, like, meet. So they're both, like, yeah. I don't know. It feels like they're both, like, confident. Yeah, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so now the two of you just sort of have to play a mundane encounter. How do you bump into each other for the first time? Hmm. Where would they both go? 
a coffee shop. Yeah, I was thinking coffee shop. So yeah, so the rules say this is like very mundane. They're just sort of like chatting in line or something. And uh, it's right after before the murder commits the murder established at the beginning of the scene. I'd have to probably go with after. Maybe it's like very early morning. That makes sense to me. Okay, so maybe they're like the first ones in the coffee shop or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you both are like waiting in line and your favorite coffee person is like running behind. They're just having the worst day of their lives. Mm -hmm. They can't find anything. They know the, the the truck's coming in to unload stuff, and they are just, like, going all over the place, not able to, to help you right away. Um, so the two of you have a moment to kind of uh, sit and wait and kind of awkwardly stand beside each other until uh, one of you decides to strike up conversation. Um, so I think Adrian in this scene is, um, she has her... Her hair kind of like thrown up in a messy bun. Um, I think her clothes might actually be a little bit wrinkled, like she's been like working in them, and this is sort of like the coffee that's going to roll her into the next workday. Um, and I think she's like checking her watch that I'm willing into the scene that she wears a watch. Yeah, of <laughs> um, course. <laughs> yeah, why not? That that's like quirky. Um. And yeah, I think that I'll I'll let Caitlin say like what her character is like doing and looking like, and then we'll I guess one of us will shove our way into conversation. <laughs> yes, I'm also like looking and like what did we name everyone? Because my brain's like, here's what we could name people, and they're like, is it because we did Everyone's it already? Name is Sly Hans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just Sly happy Hans, street magician. We didn't put our favorite barista on the list here. Um, but, uh, Frankie looks energized. She does not look like she either slept at all or slept poorly. Um, her makeup is immaculate. She's got, um, I guess her hair in loose bouncy curls and she's wearing just like an outrageous top. Like, the worst thing that you've seen from the 80s, but it works for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and she looks really put together until you look down at her feet, and she's got on, like, mismatched, weird, funky socks. And to be mm. honest, you're not sure if it was on purpose or if that was just the thing we missed in today's appearance. Oh, man. <laughs> so what I'm hearing is you both look like my favorite kind of disaster. <laughs> <laughs> The two sapphic modes. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so I think that uh, Adrian is going to go up and give her order. And I think that she is going to order a pour over of um, black coffee as they're running around trying to do everything. Uh, yeah, and... The, her order, order is taken and it, it's still just utter chaos behind the the, the counter um, yeah and she's going to turn to Frankie who she does not know yet and say um, uh, sorry I thought that would be an easy order and they could you know get to you faster oh is that not normally what you get well it is but you know it usually is pretty simple sometimes I indulge and I get a chai latte but I think today is just a pour-over kind of morning. It's a good morning for a pour-over. 
I think I'm going in for a triple shot of espresso myself. Um, Adrian looks impressed and she's like, wow, I, I, I would be like vibrating if I, if I tried that. I mean, that's the goal. That's, I guess so. Yeah, you already look so energetic. I'm just surprised, I guess. Sometimes when you're feeling good, you just want to keep feeling good and even better. And, you know, Judith Judith makes the best drinks, but today is it's an espresso for me. Um, she'll nod and, and say, um, I, yeah, I guess so. I guess it's a sort of a energetic type of day. Um, I do hope you, do you usually get espressos? Not always. It depends on what time of day it is. But espressos tend to be early morning or when I'm feeling really good. But... Chai lattes are pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's what my mom used to always get. I like the I like the spice in it. I didn't like it until I was, you know, an adult myself. But now I really like them. That's fair. I uh, was an early coffee drinker myself. So as chai lattes got more popular, you know, they ended up at home. So yeah, definitely not uh not the same taste as the other things, but. Have you ever tried a London Fog? I haven't. That's my other favorite. Do you like like um, like floral flavors? It has lavender in it. You know what? I do. I love floral flavors. I love floral scents. I love flowers. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people who are getting into like house plants and stuff right now. Oh, I'm I'm the worst with house plants. Oh really? <laughs> Caitlin says. <laughs> <laughs> I, I see spying behind her a fiddly fig. <laughs> like, no, do you mean all these plants in the background? Um, yeah, I'm the worst with plants. <laughs> I've been told that I have a black thumb. Wow, that's that's so funny. You know, saying you like flowers. Uh, have you ever tried like fake ones or anything? You know, I have, but they're just not the same. I, I like to enjoy the flowers while, you know, the f- we get them fleetingly. Makes sense, I think. The barista uh, finishes pouring uh, your coffee, Adrian, and she kind of haphazardly slams it down on the, co- to- the top of the counter, and coffee flies out of this cup onto Frankie, <laughs> just all over your sweater. Oh! Well, I guess I'm getting a little more coffee today than I expected. Um, <laughs> the the barista looks truly horrified. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Oh, you know, it's not a problem. It's fine. It's fine. I've got plenty of time this morning to go home and change, and it'll be... Don't worry about um, it. Adrian grabs some uh, some napkins and hands them to Frankie and uh, uses the other napkins to... Uh, pick up her cup of coffee and she sort of like raises it to Frankie in like a toast and uh, she says um enjoy your espresso thanks you enjoy the rest of your coffee and I think that this is a good time for uh Adrian to exit the coffee shop and yeah and I think as the rules go this is the point where both of them um realize one that there's sort of an attraction but also who the other person is 
Yeah, so it says that both of you should answer out loud, what about the other character is attractive to me? Hmm. Hmm. I think that for Adrian, um, what was attractive about Frankie was just like her, this is going to sound, uh, that's such a millennial answer. It's, it was just like her like vibe. Like, um, you know, she's like so happy and like confident and um, just like, just like easy to talk to and just like it's almost like the type of person that you talk to and you almost like want to be them a little bit it's that sapphic conflict of do i want to be them or be with them i think a little bit for her ah i love that i think frankie is most intrigued by the like uh how, how what are what are words um the like rumpled sort of drive that we've got going on from adrian here because like it, it is very apparent that we're like getting coffee and like going to go about our work day and maybe this is a little early but just like the mystery of where is she going what is she doing mm -hmm. i would like to know frankie just wants to be nosy yep. <laughs> she wants to be nosy and also she's cute oh <laughs> Um, I love that. Um, and the other question we need to answer is, how did you guys figure out who each other was by the end of this scene or as you're leaving? Yeah, that's mm. what I've been sort of thinking of. So it says that we can even sort of describe it in the closing action. Mm. Um, so I'm trying to think. So I think like... I think the flower thing was a hint for one. And then I think that what pushes it over the edge is maybe on the way out, um, as she hands her the napkins, she like notices actually like maybe a little bit of plant on her. Um, like a little bit of like, like leaves or something like that. And she's sort of like, turning it over in her head like oh that's kind of odd she like specifically said that she like wasn't very good at keeping plants and stuff like that and when she like gets out of sight it's like halfway down the street she like realizes like oh my gosh that was like you know Ooh. that was the same plant <laughs> oh, I think it's a little easier for me because perhaps uh, would you say Adrian has like a badge or like a like detective card. Oh, she's wearing her own merch. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the Tumblr is like her own like a podcast symbol or something. Oh my god. That is amazing. Uh, <laughs> me going to my local coffee shop with a turtle soup thermos. <laughs> yeah. No, totally. She's wearing her own merch. <laughs> oh, maybe. Maybe she gave um, the like a coffee. The coffee mug that she had was labeled from the department that she's in, mm. and Frankie got a really good look as uh, she was dabbing at her sweatshirt and also peeking at <laughs> her hands, being nosy. Yeah, no, I like that. Yep, amazing. I love that. Ooh, uh, a detective. So now you guys know there is an attraction and you know that 
each other exists and who they are and what they're doing. What mm-hmm. will happen now? <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Okay. We see where those three shots of espresso took us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, here's Frankie flexing how strong she is, whatever. <laughs> Hello, it's me. I like to drink coffee. I feel like Frankie would be like the kind of person that like Judith, the uh, the barista and her friends talk about is like that weird person that comes in and you're like, are we sure that she's real? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They're just she sort just, of like. She gets so much caffeine. <laughs> I she feel always like... seems fine, but maybe she's really unstable. <laughs> yeah, that's like so true to every coffee shop where like about half the regulars might be Faye, you know? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I think we have to go to the main path. Yes. Main path, yeah. main path. Okay. Uh, who Who is going first with flipping? Uh, fight for it, I guess. Oh, no. <laughs> um, do you want me to go since I think... The mood could kind of like come off of who we've decided for our our person. Sure. Okay. So just tell me how many in from left or right, and that's the one I'll flip. There's mm-hmm. seven in the middle. Hmm. Three. The third one in from the left. One, two, three. Strength. Ooh, that's a people. Mm-hmm. So Which people. Uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, that is Florence Bennett, the movie star. <gasps> Florence Bennett, the movie star. That was one of mine, I want to say. I say that one, uh, I think Florence is mine. Yours. Yeah. But she is cousins, I think, with uh, your temperance card. Yeah, yeah. Cousins with strength celeb. Oops. Uh oh. Oops. Making it personal to this rookie already. <laughs> Um, and she is not dead yet, I believe. (laughs) She just must be in this scene. Did we establish where we are? Uh, I don't think so. I've been kind of vaguely imagining, like, a rainy, dreary city. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Like Seattle or Portland or something like that? Yeah, or even, like, like New York in the fall or something. Um, Okay. I was going to say, if we go, like, Pacific Northwest, we all know about the murder rate over there. But (laughs) not, like, cities in general don't have pretty scary things going on. Do you want to say we're in, like, the Seattle area? (laughs) Where would I like to set my serial killing? Uh, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Seattle area is fine. Perfect. Then I feel like if she's a movie star, she's in, like, trendy, like, indie stuff. But, like, is a really, like, popular indie actor. Like, maybe has been in a couple bigger things. Yeah. But that is, like, sense. the indie actor. Um, and, Caitlin, since you flipped this card, you get to kind of uh, start the kind of scene you want to be. Or you want this to be. Hmm. Um, okay. So, if I'm reading this correctly, it says that both main characters don't need to be in the scene um we establish who's in the scene at the start um and either player can feel free to use the introduce move at this point to establish orbiting characters as having been in the scene from the beginning right okay um what i think would be fun uh would be like potentially a couple days later um maybe frankie runs into florence bennett <laughs> 
um, as like they're just like walking down the street, and it's just like a very casual like fan encounter. Oh, okay. And um, but what I'm thinking is that Frankie's having a fan encounter, but I think uh, did I because I don't want to leave Fiona out already. Uh, should we? Hmm. Mid-afternoon, do you think that Adrian would be walking around? Um, Yeah, I think so. Podcasters keep weird hours, so yeah. So she's going to get more coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Also a fair point. So perhaps on, uh, like, somewhere in the middle of this scene, we can meet up. Yeah. Then. Yeah, so do you want to say, like, we're starting, like, at, like, a, a small public park, maybe, where... It's like an open thing, but it's on the way to the coffee shop, and there's just like lots of people coming in and out of this space. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm picturing when you said that is uh, Frankie is lounging on a park bench with like one leg just like up and like crossed, just like very casual. Like she owns uh-huh. this park. Perfect. Like, <laughs> I love <here> she Frankie. Is. <laughs> just a disturbing amount of confidence um and florence walks by and she goes hey aren't aren't you florence from that movie that just came out uh yeah and florence like adjusts her her big overly oversized you know movie star sunglasses (laughs) uh even though she probably doesn't need them because it's seattle and the sun never shines there and she turns back to uh to to Frankie and she says oh yes have you seen some of my work oh yeah you're one of my favorite actresses oh you're too kind I never thought I'd see you out here in the park oh well everybody needs to enjoy the outside sometimes very true that is true you enjoying your time here in lovely old she like gestures at like the like vague foggy raininess <laughs> oh, it, it's it's a nice break from vancouver let me tell you oh really oh uh, yeah i've never been uh it's not the worst place i've ever been sorry anyone from vancouver <laughs> i've never been there. i'm sure it's <laughs> there. Huh? uh but it's just nice to be away where you're not forced to work constantly Oh, I feel that. Very fair. Well, I hope you enjoy your time here. You doing anything fun? Uh. Don't worry, I won't set the paparazzi on you. Oh, you're you're so funny. Um, <laughs> I'm actually here uh, visiting some family on the on the hush hush, if you know what I mean. Oh wow, that's pretty fun. Can't say I do a lot of family visits myself. Most of them don't live here, but. It's always nice when someone comes in to visit somebody out here. Yeah, it's a lovely place to be. I think that at this point, um, Adrian is going to walk by. And I think that she is like on her phone, um, like, you know, like looking at email or something like that. And then here's two people talking and sort of like looks up. And does kind of a double take as she sees... um, Frankie and also this like literal movie star <laughs> just talking to each other. Just casual. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, do you have a card you would like to play to alter the scene as you enter? Um, not right now. Okay. <laughs> um, and I think that she is going to, uh, she's going to stop and sort of like adjust the uh, strap on her on her messenger bag and and look back and forth between the two. My heart. Uh, is it obvious obvious enough one of us would notice? Oh yeah, she's like not trying to hide this. <laughs> okay, good. Frankie would be like, "Oh, it's you again." Come here, uh, come here, look who I found. Yeah, it's me. And she kind of like chuckles nervously, but she doesn't like come any closer. Um, and she's like, what uh, What are you? Um, and she's just sort of like looking at in between these two people like, oh my God, what did I just get myself into? I think Frankie's going to throw an armor over her shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> just be like, well... She was just passing by. Look, she's just in town for a quick visit. Isn't that right, Florence? I met this woman at the coffee shop. Isn't she the best? Um, and she like gives her like puppy dog eyes at like <laughs> at Adrian, just like, isn't she? Adrian is going to like sort of do the like you know like duck and like get the arm off of her shoulder, um, <laughs> and be like, like yeah, we met briefly at the coffee shop, but like. And she's sort of, like, looking to Florence because she doesn't want to, like, make a wild accusation. Um, but I think that actually at this moment, I'm going to discard a card from my hand to turn the scene into a dream sequence. Um, because, Ooh. I, yeah. Ooh. So I think that at this point sort of like if if we're zooming into Adrian's head she is thinking about everything that she knows about um about Frankie and is sort of like playing through like anxiously the different ways in which this can end in disaster for uh for Florence and for herself or even if Florence is like involved um, oh no <laughs> yeah so i think that like so, okay, let's establish, like, some things about Frankie as we sort of, like, do this dream sequence. Um, sure. What have some of her, like, other murders, like, been? Does she usually go with, like, the poisoning with the flowers? I know she always leaves the flowers. Um, I think, like, method-wise, she's been pretty random. It doesn't seem like she has any set thing except for in, like, cases where she can't overpower somebody or where it seems like the occasion might be more intimate than she typically goes for poison. Mm -hmm. um, or making it look very accidental. I think maybe some of the deaths that you have on the list for her could, maybe they were just taking flowers home and they happen to be the same flowers that Frankie tends to leave. Mm -hmm. But a lot of them are not super brutal, like bloody scary things okay so then i think sort of like part of the dream sequence after she like ducks um like down from like frankie putting her arm around her is her almost imagining frankie being like oh don't do that here i got these for you and handing her some flowers and her like dying in some horrible way <laughs> and then that's like one option <laughs> oh, in her no. head just like immediately um adrian please <laughs> drama yeah. drama drama <laughs> um 
But I also think that another option is sort of like, I'm trying to figure out how to play the attraction into this. Um, because I think that that is very like wooing also. Um, so I think that she thinks up a couple more, a couple more like scenarios, whether like, you know, Frankie like, uh, like manages to kill Florence and frames her for it and she has to like go to jail or, you know, whatever. Um, because of course on her computer, I'm sure that she's thinking about, oh, just in my bag, I, I have like 50 Google searches on like how to kill someone with flowers. And like, you know, <laughs> she's on those lists too. Like we all are. Um, <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Yeah, I think it's just sort of like a dream sequence of like all the ways in this this can go wrong immediately, and like her trying to like think of these wild scenarios and find a way out of them. Yeah, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, so these are just like what's flashing through her head. Yeah, these now. are what's like flashing through her head, and I'm I'm almost sort of imagining like you get on like um like Sherlock sometimes where it's almost like you zoom out to see it and see all the different like moving but... parts. Like I'm kind of imagining oh, that, geez. and then it kind of like. <laughs> zooms back into uh or or like you know the ending of clue where it's like all the different options that it sort of like puts you back into the scene and looks like really happening okay um then i suppose as adrian is sort of like having a war flashback (laughs) (laughs) uh what's my name florence (laughs) uh florence looks up and down her and notices her obvious sort of like menswear attire uh with the with the big bag and everything and she looks unimpressed and she says what are you some kind of reporter oh um i'm a podcaster so not really but sort of <laughs> uh she looks semi relieved and she's uh, sort of like, oh, I see. Nothing to really be worried about. Oh, I don't... No, I told you I wasn't going to set the paparazzi on you. That's... I, I, I don't cover, like, celebrities, you know, it's something else entirely. Is that so? Yep. <laughs> what do you happen to cover, then? Um, <laughs> uh, true crime? You know, like, do you, do you know what that is? Oh, yes, I've had co-stars of mine babble on about that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, that's that's what I do. Well, I hope that you find some kind of success with that. Yeah, uh, uh, thank you. I think Frankie's gonna be like, wow, that was kind of rude. But, like, <laughs> butt in and just be like, she's a stellar podcaster. Would you Would you mind taking a picture with us? Just one for the road. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Oh, I, I, I. Oh, come on! Just one picture. Um, I, 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 I'm not really a fan of having my picture taken. Oh well, well, maybe you could hold the phone so we could, we could, I could get a picture with Florence if she she would be so obliging. Yeah, Florence sighs and it looks like she's ready to to get out of this situation and she says fine it's the least i could do for someone as kind as you oh you're too sweet and she's gonna she's the same thing she's just gonna like snake an arm around and just be like like they're best friends like hey it's florence um (laughs) um would you mind using your phone adrian 
and then you can send it to me my phone um mine's dead unfortunately i'm very sorry about that right okay yeah i can i can do that and uh she takes her phone out visibly miffed um that she can't (laughs) use uh, frankie's phone and uh she does in fact uh take the picture well, thank you, Florence. You've been so patient with me today. Yes, uh, of course. It was lovely meeting the two of you. Thank you so much. Um, and she's gonna exit the scene, but as Skedown. she does, I am going to discard a card to do <gasps> to do a thing. Ooh, okay. Uh-oh, a thing. Um, so, Adrian, your phone is semi-new. Which mm-hmm. is uh like sort of goes against your kind of aesthetic, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but something that happens when you take the photo is that your phone, fo- uh, your phone sort of like automatically tags the people in the picture. Mm, okay. Um, and you notice that you know it, it gives Frankie's name, and I'm pretty sure Frankie hasn't like tried to obfuscate who she is. No. Not at um, all. But Florence does not come up as Florence Bennett. She comes up as Marion uh, Sedaris. Mm. Okay. Wait. No. She comes up <laughs> Just as Marion. Uh, I was looking at the wrong. There's so many characters. Yeah. It's the one. Isn't that it? Peter Sedaris? Or no. That was from the last one. Uh, Stewart. She comes up as Marianne Stewart. Okay. And uh, you you know that to be a common last name. However, it jumps out at you as you know somebody with the surname of Stewart. Mm-hmm. My assistant. Um, She kind of like does a double take. Like she almost, because I think that probably they like maybe look a little bit alike. Um, She thinks that, oh, the phone is confused and is tagging like two people as the same person. Um, But she definitely does a double take when the first name is different. Mm-hmm. And I think since uh, Florence Marion has survived the scene, then you get their card, Fiona. Okay. Um, so are we now. are we deciding that the scene is sort of over now? Um, not quite. I wanted to rub it in that I got your number. Okay. <laughs> yeah, technically, it goes until both <laughs> of you uh, use all five of your cards. It goes. Like, yeah, it said thing? all five of the cards, or until we Ooh. both decide that it's over. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um. But I don't know if you saw on your sheet, Caitlin. It has like the list of moves yes. you can do all the time, and the ones that you can do to dis- like when you discard a card. Ooh. Okay. Well, we don't have to necessarily like go into the super details about this part in terms of um how it goes about but frankie will be like very smug and brag confidently about how she got your number but like with a wink so it's like very clear that she thinks that you're attractive okay um i think that uh so uh what, what exactly does she like say during that do you want to specify um I think she'll be very upfront about like her interest in um, how intriguing that Adrian is, and she wants to know more about her. Um, she's going to kind of like start to like laugh a little nervously at it, but but sort of steal herself and be like, 
why do you want to know more about me? I mean, I know who you are. I'm sure you know who I am. Hmm. I mean, you're smart. You're funny. <laughs> but there's more than that. And I want to know what that more is. Um, She texts her hair that's sort of like falling out of her bun behind her ear. And um, she says, um, I'm going to stop you, you know. I'm going to solve this case. I'm going to be able to prove it. I mean, I just told you I got my, I got your number through. I'm not sure what that's going to do to impress anybody, but I guess if you want to brag about that, I'd be more than happy to take the credit. Um, she gives her a look, <laughs> and um, she's going to say, she's going to be like a little bit flabbergasted, I think, that just how <laughs> confident Frankie is. Um, and she sort of like gives her like a quick look up and down, but like, she like tries to do like very quickly like hopefully Frankie doesn't notice and she's like what why did you want my number so badly I know your phone isn't really dead I imagine after she sends the picture her phone actually like pings (laughs) yeah she like didn't even bother turning the sound off it's just like ping and she's like thanks (laughs) um let's see Let's see what I have. Um, do the cards we discard, the ones that we use to discard in the in the the sequences, are those also the like feelings used to describe what happens next? Is that how we're um, going? Or I used mine to sort of influence what happened for me, but I do not think it has Yeah, to. It, Yeah, okay. I don't think it, like, specifies. I just discarded a random one. Um. Well, I think I will discard a card. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ace of Cups. And for me, that is because uh, the reference point I have for the Ace of Cups uh, is very basically, like... Um, overflowing feelings and creativity and with the discard of the ace of cups um i would like frankie while she's talking to uh to adrian just like very casually pickpocket somebody who walks by and (laughs) just like (laughs) pull somebody's wallet out of their bag and then like rifle through it while she's talking where she's like I mean who wouldn't want to get to know you you have your podcast which is stellar by the way I love it I listen to it as soon as it comes out every single time I've got the notification up and everything but you know oh excuse me and she like just like tries to catch the attention of that person that just walked by oh you just dropped your wallet but you notice that when she's handing it back and this person's like... Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Here's my wallet. That she's pocketed like a $20 bill. Just like very like blatantly in front of you. Uh-huh. And it's just like, well, why wouldn't I want to get to know you? <laughs> of course I'd want to. Does not mention anything about herself or her actions or... Uh-huh. You know. It's fine. This is normal. Um, She is like she just is like watching like taking this all in as as this interaction happens just the ease of which um frankie is like indulging in this 
and I think that she's very intimidated and also very like attracted to her and also like how do I approach this situation because she's realizing that her anxieties are like totally off because she was looking she was like thinking of in her mind such like obvious things and she's like Frankie is going to be like so much sneakier about it she's going to like toy with it so much more um so she's going to say to frankie like all right well you have my number so let's arrange a meetup where okay. we can really talk about stuff i would love i would love to talk about stuff with you all right and then they do because <laughs> I, I, I i'm sure yeah. that will come up in cars yeah. later <laughs> yeah and uh i think that adriana is going to um be like uh she'll as she parts she'll say like i'm going to figure this out you know and she will turn on her heel and start to walk towards the coffee shop if you are okay with the scene ending yeah okay um and i think i get the strength card because we didn't kill our movie star, um, and then let me. Yet. No, I haven't. Really. I haven't decided to kill her. She's my favorite actress. Mm-hmm. She so, can't keep making movies if she's dead. For she was mean to the cute girl, though. She was. <laughs> so maybe that's part of why I like her. <laughs> she's just kind of mean. I'm. I'm also mean to the cute girl. <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be my friend, or other things, or else. Oh, and at the end of every path scene, we ask ourselves our two questions. Um, So mine is, am I in over my head and what am I even doing? Which I ask myself every (laughs) moment of every day. Um, (laughs) Am I in over my head? Yes. What am I even doing? Also, yes. (laughs) Adrian is doing her best and that's all we can ask. Yeah, Adrian is, she's just trying. She's like realizing that she needs to like... She is way in over her head, but she thinks that she needs to. She's done all the, like, interviewing detectives and looking at paperwork, and now she needs to, like, actually get into the thick of it. Mm-hmm. And Frankie's questions are, is this just some fun still? And why would I ever stop? And <laughs> is this just some fun? Absolutely. But there's so many other layers to dive into here. And why would I ever stop? I don't think I think she actually is like trusting that Adrian will figure out more if she hasn't figured it out already. But Mm. that's her stopping has never been what she does. She is a full speed ahead train of of a force and she does occasionally come off the rails, but she doesn't stop moving like everyone's (laughs) favorite Metro that we keep putting online and then uh anyway that's a whole other story mm-hmm. so what i'm hearing is yes 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 oh no <laughs> yep all right okay uh am i good to draw a new card for the next scene yeah all Flip right that next scene Flip that boy this is the five of wands Five of Wands. A very interesting card indeed. I know. (laughs) Every time Chelsea says that, I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, Oh, at the end of the scene, discard all minor arcana in play. Oh. So is it going to evolve our minor arcana cards? I think that's Um, from the... Just the the ones in 
yeah. play. So, like, if I would have played a card to alter the, the mood or whatever, we'd ignore that. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, so let me go back down to my things. So scene prompts. So that's the five of wands. Wands, inspiration, intuition, revelation, passion. Five, a car or elevator <laughs> ride. Ooh. Um, and for extra flavor, yeah, this would give, be helpful to give you. Give flavor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the five of wands is a card of like competition. Um, the image on the the rider weight is a bunch of people holding sticks trying to like poke at each other. Uh huh. Um, so the scene may and it may not. You it is your choice. Um, it may want to underline some kind of competition between the characters involved. Or, like, a, a one-upping contest or something like that. Or perhaps um, there is an argument of, or, of some kind that happens or is happening as the scene starts. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Hmm. My first thought is an elevator ride, but the elevator has broken down. <laughs> <laughs> or like a car ride, but like they're stuck in traffic and nowhere to go. So uh, something like where they need to like, it's sort of like a bottle episode, you know? Mm-hmm. Hmm. I kind of like the elevator that has broken down. <laughs> like um, in, in my head, this is like, let me, let me look. So inspiration, intuition, revelation, passion. This is that, um, that, Adrian is going up to her apartment and Frankie has jumped into the elevator sort of at the last moment and now the elevator has like broken down if I can will Frankie into the scene oh absolutely yeah I am down for a stuck elevator or I guess I'm up so I'm imagining Frankie like slips in just at the last moment and it closes Mm -hmm. and you can feel the elevator just sort of like shake real hard um, something that you're used to happening pretty pretty often, Adrian, just because your apartment building is really old mm-hmm. and in disrepair and disrepair. But the rent is decent, so it's worth staying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and it climbs and climbs and climbs, and as it's climbing, you can feel inside the elevator it getting slower and slower until it finally shakes and stops. Uh, the lights inside go off, and all of the emergency lights go on. Clarification question. What character is the devil? Um, the devil is uh, Bev Bifted <gasps> Butler. Bev Bifted Butler. Okay, who who is who is Bev related to and how? Um, she uh, was our exercise trainer, wasn't it? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And... Um, she's on Frankie's sheet, but then it's, I have that they're workout buddies at night. But I think you, you're workout buddies with both of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. I okay. I I just want to know because I have um I have that in my hands. So I want to make sure I knew who it was. Um, yeah. Because we have to bring in. <laughs> God, bring in Chelsea somehow. <laughs> oh my God, our work is going to fucking stare the elevator. She's going to open the doors and be betrayed that the two of you are together without her. Where we yeah. were standing very close together, and then we. Sp- Spring away from each other. Oh, no. Uh, Actually, I think oh, only one perfect. of us would be springing away, but it's fine. Um, yeah, so the emergency lights um, flip on, and Adrian just goes to herself like, God, uh, what are you even doing here? 
did did you do this? Is this like part of your what what is even going on? How does this always happen with you? Always happen. I'm flattered that you think that I know how elevators work, but honestly, I'm just as mystified as you. This isn't one of your tricks. It would be a good one though, wouldn't it? And she like kind of like has like you know like a finger on the chin like I could make an elevator stop, I think. But, um, but then I'm in the elevator. How do I get out? That's the question now, isn't it? Um, Adrian turns that over in her head. All right. Um, she's going to go over to the panel and start pressing some buttons. <laughs> Is there like an emergency button, Chelsea? Yeah, there's like a, uh, like one of those call buttons. Uh-huh. Um, in real life, that button because it's like a telephone like this has been happening just like it's happened to me a couple times in the last like month they'll go in and it'll be like one of those robocall telemarketers in the elevator <laughs> trying to talk to you <laughs> oh, no. and I'm like I know there's not a problem with my visa card because I'm in an elevator right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah right this elevator does not have a visa card um or a car warranty <laughs> but um yeah, uh, so she is going to try pressing the call button, see if she can get someone. Uh, yeah, and it buzzes, and sure enough, surprisingly, there is a, a robo-, robo voice that comes on the thing, mm-hmm. and she says, hello. H- h- hello? Hello. Is there an emergency? Yes. Is it really? Yes, the elevator's stuck. I'm having a pleasant time. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Is this an emergency? Yes. Elevator stuck. Did you say the elevator is stuck? Yes. No. (laughs) I didn't catch that. Did you say the elevator is stuck? Yes. Is it really? (laughs) Thank you for for the... Just be quiet. (laughs) All right. A technician has been notified. Please stay safe, away from the doors, and away from any exposed wiring. (sighs) Exposed wiring. Um, she's going to sit down, sort of defeated, and uh, say, I haven't fully ruled out that this is one of your tricks or games, you know. My tricks? I would never. What What are you even doing in my apartment building? Uh, you know, just hoping that I would get stuck in an elevator with you. <laughs> Um, she gives her, uh, she gives her, um, a look and, uh, sort of, like, twirls the hair that's coming out of her, out of her messy bun. Um, and she's like, are you trying to mess with my family? Is that what this is? Your family? Do I know about her family? Uh, depends on what Adrian puts on social media, I guess. I think that, like, she would probably, like, it probably wouldn't be impossible to find that she has like a wife. How did that we is cheating wait. on her? <laughs> no, I was gonna say, how did we decide that? Uh, that was it. A, who was it a secret to? That was it a secret to all uh, of us? A secret to both okay. of you. Yeah, it was yeah. a secret to o- only. Only I know what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> so my spouse is has a secret relationship with with your Empress card. Audrey Lyons, the escort. Mm-hmm. What an elegant lady. Oh, so spicy. <laughs> uh, I think Frankie at that point would just be like, no. 
I would never. But, like, she looks a little shifty about it. Like, I mean, maybe she would. But she would never. That's not the intent that you get coming off of her, though, that that's what she came here to do. She is going to stand up very seriously and get very close to Frankie, like within smooching distance. And um, (laughs) she's going to put a finger up and say, if you do anything to her, this this is not like a game. If you do anything to her, I will do. If you think I am right on your case and right on your tail now, if anything happens to her, this, it will be, all bets are off. And she seems very serious. Frankie. <laughs> Frankie is, for once, very serious looking and is maintaining that very close distance and staring you deeply into the eyes. And. <gasps> she, sorry, while you were talking, it's like, oh no. Because she's like, I would do. And Frankie's just over here like, you could do anything to me and I would be into it. Very into it. Actually, that's where I'm wanting to go, Adrian. <laughs> but um, I think outwardly, uh, I would like to... Let's see. Oh, man. Gameplay happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to discard a card mm-hmm. to... Where to go? Make... I think it's... Yeah. Turn the scene into slow motion. Ooh. Okay. Um, which card would you like to discard? I think that I'm going to discard um, my King of Cups. Okay. And through that, Frankie is going to actually, for once, pull herself together and, like, with the utmost seriousness, without, like, like any of the, like, bravado that she's shown you before. Like, Frankie, barefaced, is standing in front of you within smooching distance and tells you that she would never harm your family. She couldn't bear to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And, like, the movements are, like, on, like, slow motion. And fast-thinking Caitlin is just like, and then smooch her! But... <gasps> You're going to smooch her. We're stuck in an elevator. Isn't that what we do in elevators when they're stuck? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, 100%. (laughs) But instead of the way that I think Frankie was originally imagining it, which was to just like, bam, smooch her. I think she will go in slowly and sensually. I think Adrian is going to like pull back slightly, but not enough to actually get out of smooching distance. And I, I've sort of not been saying the things I can always do moves, um, but I think this one I will be clear that she's going to indulge obsessively and kiss her back passionately. Smooching! We did it, folks! Oh. We smooched in the elevator! We smooched in the stuck <laughs> elevator. Uh oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be her. Like, oh, she's like giving in to her desires and uh, indulging because she's so like you know wildly attracted to uh, to Frankie. Oh. All right, we did it. We can go home. <laughs> <laughs> we did the scene. Um, yeah. So she's going to uh, kiss her back and um, get a little lost in it. I think before she does like 
pull back and she sort of like steps back and her eyes are, are wide and she like laughs you know nervously to herself for a second she's just like what I, I but you cannot tell anyone about that anyone no that was <sighs> amazing fabulous wonderful would we'll do it again you kissed me you kissed me back I you 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 know that I'm married. Yes. <laughs> I love Frankie. <laughs> Caitlin, you you are making Frankie just like my favorite. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, damn, and- that's true. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, and what about it? Yeah. Uh, uh, she's like, I I need to get off this damn elevator, and she's going to push the call button again. <laughs> Hello? Hello? How much longer? Sorry, I didn't catch that. Uh, Hello? Wait. Hello? 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 <laughs> I think Frankie's just cackling damn at it. this point. I... She sits down and, and just, like, puts her, her head in her hands, um... And she's going to be like, all right, while we're stuck in here, and um, she, I'm going to discard a card from my hand, I'm going to discard the Page of Cups, and, um, and I'm going to reveal the truth of a hypothesis. Now, what I'm thinking is that there's a murder that has not been attributed to Frankie, but like that uh that adrian has sort of like figured out was done by frankie um so i think she's going to say that i think she's going to while they're stuck in this elevator um say her hypothesis about like what happened because like probably it looks like an accident but she has like sort of like figured it out and um maybe that will bring like other revelations and um she'll look at Frankie she's like looking down as she's describing this but then she'll look up and look at Frankie and um, I'll kind of let you decide how Frankie responds but maybe like at least by her like reaction um, she'll like know that she's right since this is the move reveal the truth of a hypothesis Um, so she'll describe that and then look up at her and she's like is that right is that what happened I think the way that you you know that you're right is Frankie's going to like slowly like up and down her like oh hmm. and then like sit back against the elevator where she is she has been sat to join you I guess on the floor and just go no one's put that one together before yeah I know <laughs> so then this goes deeper than I mean, probably I even know. This is not to be rude whatsoever, but we all have secrets. Everyone we know knows something that we don't know. Well, I'm sure other people out there have secrets like mine. Not secrets like this. I mean, statistically, if we think about it, if, let's say, even five in a group of, I don't know, like a hundred had the secrets that you had. I feel like we noticed that something was up. Oh, are you saying I'm noticeable? And she's like visibly preening. We're like 
she's definitely like acknowledged that you got it right, but she's not willing to like. Yeah, she's not like saying it, but she's like saying it with her eyes. She's yeah. like okay. eye twinkling. Of course, uh, I'm a murderer. Um, she says, "Well, I mean, you being noticeable isn't such good news for you." I mean, it's gotten me here into this elevator with like a yeah, with the person who's the most likely to expose you to for who you really mm-hmm. are. We just I. Smooched. You cannot tell anyone about that. I will deny that. Okay. I won't tell anyone. And she's like, we all have secrets, like you said. Some people have normal secrets like that. And some people do whatever it is you do. I do a lot of things. Ah, uh, yes. Normal secrets. <laughs> <laughs> normal secrets. Like the, like passionate smooches in elevators. <laughs> um, let's see. Where should we go from here? It is an option that we, uh, that where we go from here is ending the scene. Okay, I have a thought about that, and mm-hmm. it's that perhaps Frankie did not exactly make the elevator jam, but like when the conversation has waned, I think what she's gonna mm-hmm. do is that she just like she goes, "Well, this has been lovely, and I hope that we meet again soon." And she just like stands up and like with her fist just like hits a certain point on the paneling and then the the doors open on the right floor Does, oh my god yeah um the right the right floor for for which um, one for of her. us for adrian and then she just like okay gestures out <laughs> your floor <laughs> she is going to how so you did do this i mean i opened the doors yes She's going to sigh heavily, <laughs> get up, um, dust herself off, readjust the strap on her on her messenger bag, give Frankie a very serious look, and stroll out of the elevator. <laughs> I think if you can see her from your door in the elevator, she's blowing you a kiss as she like waves back and the elevator doors close. She is very, very much not looking behind her as she walks out. The sentiment's there anyway. Oh All right. my god, I'm, ob- I'm obsessed. Yeah, I think that she does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love our girls. All right. <laughs> that was a good scene. Um, okay, so am I in over my head? What am I even doing? Um, yes. I think that... <laughs> Uh, yeah, yes to both again. But I think that Adrian, am I in over my head? I think she's getting a little bit overconfident. I think that that knowing, like, being able to, uh, like, reveal the her hypothesis about this other murder, I think that she doesn't, th- I think that she thinks that she is now playing the same, like, 40 chess game that Frankie is playing and that she's getting, like, a little bit confident in herself. Like, oh, Frankie's just trying to, like, you know, fuck with my head a little but ultimately, like, I can, like, bring her to justice. Justice. <laughs> so, I, so I think that am I in over my head? She thinks no right now. What am I even doing is the question that she is definitely asking herself as she, like, thinks about the kiss where she's, like, she's trying to justify it to herself. Like, oh, like, you know, Frankie did that. But also, like, she she kissed her back and she knows that. <laughs> But she knows that it's like sort of like an ethical violation that she's like, uh, you know, trying to she's obviously she's like basically working for herself here as a podcaster. But also like, you know, this is like the subject of her of like her case. And also she's married. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. And also she's <laughs> married. Why does that even matter? 
<laughs> well, her wife is doing it too. She just doesn't. We know haven't that. found out yet. <laughs> Tit for tat. <sighs> or is she? Yeah, that's true. Dun, Nobody dun, knows dun. what the relationship is. Ooh. 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 <laughs> All right. Um. And Caitlin's questions. Um. That's right. I have questions. Um. My questions: Is this just some fun still? Um, I think just some fun. She's having a fantastic time, but it's deeper than that now. <laughs> now that she's like actually like surprising herself, even I think with being invested in Adrian and also just like the poking that she's doing, where she's like, "Oh, I know that you know that I know that you know that none of us can talk about it." There's so much knowing going on. (laughs) (laughs) And why would I ever stop? I think she's still like full force like ahead, but she's getting a little bit nervous because Adrian is pretty adamant that she's like, I could expose you. And she's like, "Mm, well, I'm hoping you you won't. (laughs) I'm pretty sure you won't, but you might. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. Let's draw cards. Um, so do we leave the cards? Well, I guess it doesn't super matter if we leave the cards there or not. Um, the card closest to the Wheel of Fortune is turned up. So of the unturned cards, we just have like a row of five. Okay. Um, the second one in starting at the flipped card from the right, I guess. The the second unflipped one. That is the Knight of Cups. Knight of Cups. So many cups. I told you. Caitlin really does draw a lot of cups. (laughs) Yeah, you really did. So many feelings. I'm full of feelings. (laughs) Um, So what does that say the scene might be Um, in the list? So Knight is an interrogation. An interrogation. (gasps) Interrogation. And cups is introspection, yearning, sadness, connection. Uh, and would you like to hear more about the Knight of Cups? <laughs> yes. Um. So knights in the court are very like ambitious, uh, but with their ambition comes a lot of like recklessness. Um. So the Knight of Cups in particular is a very like passionate, um, romantic person who is like desperate to find romantic kind of love. Um, but his idea of romantic love is very, like, the idealized version, so it's a lot of, like, spectacular, um, uh, shows and gifts and, uh, big moments, big gestures, like, big romantic gestures. Um, he will often push things too far, though, because he is so, like, caught up in just, like, wanting to be, um, just drowning in love. Hmm. Hmm. Along with an interrogation, this is fun. <laughs> huh. And we can bring in anybody into our scene as long as we say so beforehand, huh? Yep. If you both mm-hmm. agree you want to have somebody in, uh, you are more than welcome to do that. Okay. Yep. Mm. But, but, but. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I have some thoughts on who I would like to bring in. If only because we named them and I really want them in here. 
And also, <laughs> okay. it would be... Is it Sly yeah, Hans? It is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. No, you I'm... got me. Okay. Um, <laughs> hmm. Sly Hans um, would also be the Knight to... of Cups. That is absolutely correct. <laughs> and his, oh, his pursuit of your that. sister. Uh, oh, and her yeah. crush back on him. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. Um, oh my god! I feel god. like this is gonna be like sort of a disaster, like emotionally for all of us, except for maybe everyone but Adrian. Because <laughs> <laughs> what I'm thinking is, uh, so if I might do a brief introduction to our friend Sly Hans, <laughs> please go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Um. Sly Hans is our dapper street magician slash pickpocket. And (laughs) what I'm thinking is that, you know, we saw Frankie pickpocket somebody earlier. Uh, Perhaps the person that she learned to pickpocket from is our friend (laughs) Sly Hans. Oh, my God. I'm the worst. Anyway, and so what I'm thinking is happening is that uh, Frankie and... Hans, Sly Hans. Sly Hans, if you will. Sly Hans, <laughs> if you will, are, uh, like, she's basically hanging out at his, like, little street magician setup, and he's doing some fancy things, and um, they're both actually taking turns pickpocketing people. Oh my god. Um, And giving each other tips, as it, as it were, and also being each other's backup. And where I see this going is that um adrian and her sister come walking down the street because this isn't too far away from where either of them live actually so it's not it's not like we were going out of our way to be your love interests in your neighborhood (laughs) (laughs) it's just a coincidence this time they just live in the same like city neighborhood (laughs) Yeah. yeah oh gosh Oh, Sly Hans. What does Sly Hans look like? Sly Hans that? looks very much like a Tumblr sexy man. <laughs> oh, of course um, he's he does. He's very tall and lanky and is very sort of expressive with his movements. Um, he dresses in jeans and a t-shirt, but also has a blazer with elbow patches and like a bow tie. Oh Ooh. my god, um, I'm literally just imagining the one slur. <laughs> yeah, and he has, of course, a top hat for people to put donations in or mm-hmm. you know tips for being such a a charismatic guy. <laughs> oh my god. Frankie's look today includes large bell sleeves, the better to hide things in. <laughs> it is also an outrageous pattern. Complete with once again <laughs> mismatched floral socks. Oh, this Ooh. Oh my god, what what a duo. A, 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 truly the <laughs> the best crime duo I've ever heard of. <laughs> Sly Hans and Frankie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I I cannot. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, uh Adrian and her sister whose name is Ella Rose. Uh, you are walking down the street and you see there, of course, you see him standing there gesturing wildly towards people, uh, Sly Hans, the street magician, um, and just the, the energy of the area is super, uh, like, 
contagious and exciting and heavy. Um, you can, even when he's, um, when you're a couple blocks away, you can feel the energy of the performance and everything going on. Um, Ella Rose is already, like, beaming, even though she is trying to hide it from Adrian because she knows she does not approve <laughs> of the weird, the weird crush on sly hands. <laughs> And Adrian is just like, oh my god, are you still? Are you serious? <laughs> Look, Adrian, you just don't understand. He's magical. Hella, are you... I I mean, you know it's all, like, just sleight of hand deception, right? I mean, literally, he makes his living off of tricking people. Uh, yeah, and are that's you not... saying that's not magic? No, I, I, that's exactly what I was saying. It's definitely not magic. Uh, you just don't have an appreciation for the fine arts, clearly. I mean, I work in a creative field, and I'm very successful at it. Ooh, look at I me. Don't... I'm recording a podcast with a microphone in a dark room filled with pillows and blankets, <laughs> and not on the street with magnificent charisma, just like Sly Hans. And she, like, gestures kind of wildly. Too close to home. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, like, I don't trick people. Like, you know, you are, believe it or not, able to, like, be creative without being a swindler. Uh, who said he's a swindler? That's what he, I mean, look at him. Uh, yeah, I see beautiful magic, uh, being able to manipulate the senses, it's such a good skill to have. My God. <laughs> I feel like this is where Frankie is pickpocketing someone. Yeah, and El uh, Ella uh, is not paying attention at all. She's trying to convince. Adrian is going to, point, going to point and being like, look, that's how he makes his money. Not like the kindness of strangers. That sort of stuff is exactly what he's doing to everyone watching his show. Uh, she looks over and she puts her hands on her hips and she goes, well, I don't know, Adrian. That doesn't look like Sly Hans to me. And I think <laughs> Frankie's going to look up and be like, Adrian, hi. I didn't know you'd be in the neighborhood. And Ella gets the shit-eating grin on her face as she turns and faces Adrian. <laughs> I don't, like, this woman will literally, like, not leave me alone. I don't, like, this is this is different, Ella, okay? Oh, Ella can't be in love with a magician because he's a dirty, awful person. But, oh, Adrian gets to be, gets to know actual, literal criminals. <laughs> Who's a literal criminal? What? And she's not going to say anything, but she's going to give Frankie a look. <laughs> Me? <laughs> Ella, Ella shakes her head and smiles and she goes, that's just a joke between sisters. Hi, I'm Ella Rose. I'm Adrian's sister. Nice to meet you. Oh, uh, you don't you don't need to introduce yourself. It's fine. She's trying to pull Ella away. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like she's somewhere like Adrian feels somewhere in between where she's like, Ugh, like using her arm to be like Frankie, get away. And also being like, no, Ella Rose, get out of here. <laughs> um, and Frankie's like over like arm over like, oh, I'd love to shake your hand. It's so nice to meet you. Uh, and as Ella is sort of being pulled in half, <laughs> um, she's like. Uh, why don't the two of you guys uh, catch up or whatever it is you're trying to not have happen right now? I am gonna go partake in some uh, enjoyment of the arts, and she gestures to slay 
Oh, my oh, yeah. God. Slash show's almost done. You might be able to catch him after. He's got a minute. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And she, like, pulls away from the two of you and, and skedaddles over. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to be like, well, your sister seems nice. Yeah, she's it's nice. It's about time I got to meet your family. No, this is... Are you <laughs> following me? Like, I also happen to be in the city that you live in. Sometimes we're gonna run into each other. I just, I technically correct, <laughs> but the amount of times we're running into each other is too much, frankly, for us each knowing what the other is doing. And she sort of like lowers her voice at the last part. Do you think Frankie's bypassed that completely and gone into, you, d you don't want to see me? With like sad puppy dog eyes. Are you not? I thought you'd be happy to see me, but I guess I was wrong. I think that there's visible guilt there for a second. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hold on. I'm going to look at the rules real fast <laughs> for something while I think of a response. Um, so if we have... So if we have a character in our hand that's bringing them into the scene, correct? Yes. Okay. I'm just I'm just thinking because we haven't killed anyone in a while. <laughs> it's it's um, true. Uh, we've been we're like, all right, let's get the romance out of the way. Um, so she is going to say, um, listen, I don't think we can call what this is friendship. It's just it's it's just so complicated. I agree. Okay. Okay. So, well, are you going to stop? all of this? Are you going to, like, turn yourself in? Turn myself in for what? I'm having a great time. And I think, at this point, you, you get, like, a little bit more of the sense that, like, Frankie has been keeping part of herself from you. That mm -hmm. There is definitely a part of her that very much enjoys what she does. And, like, um, she also simultaneously likes you, but you get the, like, ooh, those are the killer eyes. Mm -hmm. um, she is going to, like, look at her and say, it's been a while since your last one, right? Since we last saw each other? No, since you last did your job. Well, I have many jobs, but I suppose we'll, we'll go along. You know along what I'm... Frankie, we both know what I'm talking about. I suppose we do. And she looks like slightly put out. Like, I, fine. Is that what this is? Is this what you do before you... Like, is it just about toying with people? To toying with people? What do you mean? And she doesn't seem genuinely confused. Is that is that what this always is leading to? I mean, this, you just, you get, like, close to someone and then it's just over? Is that what this is? This? Like, me and you? Yeah. Putting aside that you're, you're acknowledging that there is a me and you and I... It just warms my cold heart. That's not... No, that's not what I do. You're different. I'm different. Why? And before she can answer that, mm -hmm. overcomes Sly <laughs> Hans the street oh. magician and Ella Rose following behind him. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and he looks very excited to see the both of you. Ah, uh, yes, did you enjoy the show? I mean, Hans, I know I did. Are you... Are you serious? Oh, there's nothing more serious in my life than magic, don't you know? And he makes this sort of, like, awkward kind of pose. 
and the two of you can see that he's showing, um, he's holding, like, a keychain, um, that he swiped off of somebody, and, um, Adrian, you know this is Ella Rose's, like, phone charm. He, she grabs <laughs> the, the charm, and she's like, she looks at Ella, and she's like, he literally just stole from you. Uh, she looks in disbelief and shakes her head and says, uh, you know, uh, it's part of the magic trick. He made it, like, disappear way back there. Like, clearly she is lying. It is very obvious to Adrian this is a lie. She, um, she shoves the charm back into Ella's hand and, and she's like, Ella, you're smarter than this. Like, I know that you are. Uh, yeah, I know I'm smarter than this. I know I'm definitely smarter than you. What 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 does that even mean? I, let's let's just go. <sighs> Fine. I know it's hard to be next to the best person in the family, but I guess I will save you this embarrassment. <sighs> All right. Um and she's going to um look at Frankie and look at Hans and then hesitate for a moment and she says, "Um Hans, where are you going after this?" Mhm. Where am I going? Why are you looking for a uh, behind-the-scenes look at anything? Bleh. Hans, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, she gives him like a look, and she's like, "Are you serious, Hans? I'm trying to, <sighs> whatever. Um, just uh, where are you going after? Are you are you meeting people? What are you doing? Uh, I don't understand why you're so interested in my personal life, dear fan." Um, her eyes flicker to your fan. Oh my god! <laughs> it took a second to process that. Um, <laughs> her eyes uh, flicker to Frankie for a second before going back to Hans. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, she is going to um. She's going to be like, I'm just, I'm just curious about your schedule. When's your next show? Uh, well, you know, you can find me here every other day. I know, I'm sure you can ask your sister for all of the relevant times. <laughs> and Ella, Ella Rose looks deeply, uh, like she has just been praised by somebody she is very, like, uh, she looks up to very deeply. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, if that's all, let's, let's just go, Ella. Hans, you should maybe meet up with some friends. It's, it looks like you made a, a lot of money at the end of this. Um, I'll, you know, maybe just go and celebrate with some people for for a while. Some some close friends of yours um, in a group, and I'll be sure to see you at your next show. And she looks at Frankie. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> and Frankie's like, how dare. <laughs> How dare you imply anything <laughs> of me? Perfectly Little innocent me. Frankie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and she's going to take Ella Rose by the arm and start to uh, drag her away. I think I'm fine with the scene actually ending here. If uh, you don't mind that I add that when they get home, that uh, Ella Rose's keychain piece is back in her pocket. Mm, okay. Yeah, I like that. Perfect. Good, 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 good. I'm glad you guys like Sly Hans. <laughs> we had to bring Sly Hans in. Like to go backstage and enjoy the show? Hans! 
<laughs> How dare! And, <laughs> You're and stealing my lines. I don't think that anyone played any uh, any cards in that, no. so I think I that's just. Hello, listeners. I am your mid-roll voice of this episode, Fiona L.F. Kelly. I hope you're enjoying our game. Um, This season, we wanted to bring you a series of romance-themed one-shots, because who doesn't love a bit of romance around Valentine's Day? This game, as a reminder, is Tension by Adira Slattery. Tension is a cat-and-mouse queer romp game like you'd find in Killing Eve or Hannibal. You can find this game at adira.itch.io slash tension. Adira is A-D-I-R-A. We really loved playing this game, and we had so, so much fun. I highly recommend picking up your own copy. Now let's talk about the players in this episode. Chelsea Rexinger, who is taking control of our chorus in this episode, is an art director for Project Derailed and has been on various seasons of fables as a player gm and voice talent she also makes the art assets for the show so if you see the beautiful covers on your podcatcher or on socials that's her work as she does a wonderful job every single season and we're so thankful additionally chelsea is a master candle maker you can find her tabletop inspired candles at etsy.com shop slash plot kindling candles you can order a pre-made scent inspired by different rpg characters or create a custom order caitlin camp who plays the murderous frankie is a good friend of fables around the table and has been on the previous seasons tiffany and lost as she's a plant wizard and cat wrangler and you can find her on instagram at sunshine underscore Kate, Kate spelled K-A-I-T. And I am Fiona L.F. Kelly. I am playing the true crime podcaster, Adrian. I am a writer, editor, and podcaster. Um, I'm one of the creative heads here at Project Derailed, and I'm the showrunner for this podcast as well as Big Streaming Pile, a podcast about bad movies on streaming services. I also play the Githyanki Pirate Ravnus on the Emmy-nominated, Spelljammer-inspired 5th edition actual play podcast, Tales of the Voidfarer. Uh, when I'm not podcasting, I'm writing stuff. Uh, my written work has been featured on websites like the Mary Sue, as well as in various books and magazines. We want to thank you for listening to Project Derailed Podcast. And if you'd like to see more of our projects, you can head on over to projectderailed.com. If you go there, you can find links to support us on Patreon, or you can go directly to Patreon at patreon.com slash projectderailed. You can also support us by rating our podcast on Apple Music and now Spotify. They just added that ability. And we also have a Discord server. You can find the link to that on our website. Uh, come over and say hi and hang out with all of us. It's a lot of fun. Anyway, that's all for now. We have pretty short mid-roll this season, so let's get back to the show. All right. Four of Pentacles is what I drew for the main path. That was a conversation from afar. Ooh. Um, yeah. And Chelsea, do you want to talk a little bit more about that card? Um, so the Four of Pentacles is not exactly like a cool card in a lot of ways or like nearly as exciting as anything else we've drawn so far. Um, 
the card mm-hmm. features sort of like an old man holding on to uh, his coins very uh, tightly. It's a card about being overly cautious or protecting, um, having like very strong boundaries and being afraid that uh, any kind of uh, like misstep could completely ruin you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I was kind of thinking for this scene, um, I'm not married to who is the one that's from afar, but I was thinking that this is maybe like an interaction between um, either Frankie or or uh, Adrian with a minor character and then, well, probably Adrian talking to the minor character and then... Um, Frankie coming in and like killing them or or something Ooh. like that. I think it should be like the from afar having sort of like a you know or maybe even like Adrian following Frankie and seeing like a murder finally. But I think we should include some murder in this scene. <laughs> just just a touch. We should, in- so we should someone, just a little murder. So someone like watching from afar as the other is trying to be very cautious um and sort of getting a like sending a message to the other person like aha i i do gotcha i have a yes to that and also Mm -hmm. (laughs) i uh like i i guess i know which card i want to flip at the end of that okay but um the thing is do you have a major arcana in your hand right now two i have the devil and strength so that's Florence and Bev. So Florence, the movie star, oh, no. and Bev, our trainer. <laughs> okay. So I think since it's also your card, Paul, you should choose who you're talking to or who else is going to be in this scene with us. Mm. Gosh. Because I think we can. Like, I would, I'm definitely up for, oh, no, Adrian sees from afar. Mm-hmm. Um, But yeah. I only have one card in my hand and... It is your scene up front. Yeah. I think that... So I think I'm going to pull into the scene strength. Or um, or no, that's the devil. I thought strength because it's our trainer. But <laughs> Bev is the devil. All right, let's um, get Bev in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bev! So then I think what maybe... Hmm. Caitlin, do you think I should be the one like that's watching, or you should be the one that's watching from afar? Who's killing who? Who's killing? Who? I guess with that. Be <laughs> I, I, yeah. Um, so maybe. So, oh, you know, I actually have an idea. Maybe it's Adrian tailing Frankie, and one of the things is that she realizes that oh my gosh, we like have the same trainer, so she's like trying to like watch mm-hmm. from afar the interactions with like the trainer Bev. <laughs> That would make sense, seeing how uh, Frankie has responded to other people Adrian knows. <laughs> yeah. Um, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so she's, like, watching this from afar. So she's probably on, like, at the gym, but, like, on a different machine, trying to keep an eye just on like, everything. Or maybe we, we just finished working out, and we're, like, hanging in, like, mm. the, like, cafe area of... Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so... um. Not in her usual fare, I think Adrian is like wearing uh like gym clothes, maybe like has a has a hat that she has pulled like low over her face. Um maybe her <laughs> hair is loose to like <laughs> Yeah, just like trying to not like obviously look like herself. 
Whereas I think Frankie's probably wearing some outrageous, like, 80s onesie with leg warmers. Oh my and it's god, just like... absolutely she is. <laughs> <laughs> Where you're like, Fra- Frankie, did you step out of a time machine? Because this is not the right decade for that as your workout attire. And I think Bev is probably, like, befuddled. But, like, Frankie does what she is asked and then, like, tries to do more. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, and the the two of them sit down to, like, drink their post-workout smoothies or whatever. And Bev gives, like, a hearty laugh and she says, You know, you keep dressing like this. I am not going to be able to look you in the eyes when you show up with your thigh master ready to, to get to work. You don't want me to bring my thigh master? No. <laughs> Let me tell <laughs> No. Oh, well, that hurts. It hurts me. Very deep inside. Uh, not as much as ne- the next workout if you wear this in again. <laughs> I mean, this is all I've got to work out in. You've seen like the whole the whole closet full of the repertoire uh, here. Yeah, don't remind me. I've never seen so many bright colors. I'm surprised I'm not blind. Uh, you know, I could go shopping before the next workout and get something even more outrageous. Uh, Just for uh, you. I think she kind of like punches her on the arm, like, ha 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 ha. See, it's a funny joke. It is. Ha ha. Ha. <laughs> uh, outfit aside, you did very good work today. Keep at it, and you could be even like more flexible than me. Do you think one day I'd be stronger than you? Well, let's not go that far. <laughs> no? Okay. Maybe later then. We'll test it out. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah, I can see us testing it out. And I think from wherever Adrian's at, um, I think maybe a a different sort of look has come over Frankie's face and she's looking more like thoughtful than you usually see her and more focused on Bev. Does Adrian have any thoughts about that? (laughs) She is just watching. Um, I think that she has, um, I think that she has slyly, she's like, playing on her phone but i think that she has it set up to like be recording but she's not like making any moves like uh wait you said that she was looking at um bev or did you say she was looking at adrian at bev okay yeah so adrian is i don't think she's noticed that you're here yeah yeah and yeah and bev definitely doesn't yeah she's trying to be incognito so she's not like making any moves but i think that she is like trying to like maybe like slyly like snap a picture or two or like you know um record she's like in gathering evidence mode this is like a big move that she's making against (laughs) her totally not girlfriend frankie (laughs) (laughs) um bev takes a big uh sip from her drink and she kind of like adjusts herself she looks a lot more like relaxed now after the 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 friendly teasing um and she asks so how how's your job going which one? Uh, you know, as things go, I'm not getting paid enough. And uh, I don't know, sometimes it feels like my boss is always riding my ass. <laughs> I know what you mean. That blows so hard. Oh, maybe one day I'll look for a new job. But in the meantime, here we are. Yeah, what I wouldn't kill to, to not have to do this. As much as I love working out with you. And and seeing you you flex those tiny muscles of yours. <laughs> T- 
Wow, tiny mu- tiny muscles. Oh, you don't do yourself enough credit. <laughs> uh, but in seriousness, you know, sometimes I think about being able to to pick this up and just, you know, get out of town, go someplace I've never been before. Just not have to do any of this shit anymore. Hmm. I mean, things like that can always be arranged. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I don't think it's out of the question to dream about doing something else. Be free of the life that you've always lived. Yeah, that sounds great, believe me. Uh, It just feels like wishful thinking to me right now. Ah, well. You know, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, well, you've always been so much more optimistic than I have. I mean, I've had my pessimistic times. You know, like how... I don't think you'll like any of my future outfits. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know if that's pessimistic or just being a realist, uh, Frankie, to be honest. Mm, It still hurts. Well. I can't be optimistic about you liking them. No. I'm optimistic that one day I will be stronger. That, that's much more reasonable than me liking your unitards. (laughs) Well, and she, like, raises her, her post-workout smoothie drink and like a toast and she's like to not being in this situation again and seeing other things happen in our lives uh, and Bev raises hers and she goes yeah to to all of that and they like clink but it's not like cute like glasses because they're big plastic containers <laughs> 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 and Bev takes another big swig and I think uh, Frankie will excuse herself shower off and go home yeah but I would not like the scene to end. Okay. Um. So I think we've got our big post-workout swigs in. I think Bev is stronger than Frankie by far. Because I feel like Frankie's kind of like got little twig arms. She's been working yeah, on it. teeny tiny muscles. <laughs> Insult. She's, she's working on it. But inspiration struck her while they were speaking. And um, I think... Later, she will track Bev down because she knows where Bev lives. And Bev has a lifting accident in her home where it looks like she was training without a spotter. Oh, no. And that big old bar just came down on her chest and... Oops. Bev. No more Bev. Bev, no. Bev, no. To new beginnings, Bev. We toast as we leave a flower almost forgotten lying on the counter. I am going to um, discard a card from my hands to have my obsession provide a solution. I'm going to say that she snapped from a car waiting outside some photographs of Frankie Ooh. committing the murder. Ba-ba-ba. And we'll move. And to that, I <laughs> raise you my card. <laughs> the Hermit. Okay. Who is our medical examiner? Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what we already Philip Messenger wasn't that? Yeah, um, yeah. Philip Messenger. So, basically, um, what I was thinking is either um, you can also keep tailing me, mm-hmm. and you see me meet up with the medical examiner, or you find the medical examiner's report, which rules it accidental. Ooh. Yeah, I th- and maybe you see me like walking by that area or something. Yeah, I think that what she would do after that is she would be pretty desperate to like 
get home and like back it up a million times so maybe it's like later she gets like you know she's like going she sees like the death and she goes and she gets the report and she sees it accidental and there's no flower in the report and there's no flower in the report in your police report if you get to see it yeah okay i think that that's probably a good place to end that scene Mm -hmm. if you agree i'm into it yeah okay so what happens with the hermit if we don't kill the hermit and just sort of use him you keep him i keep him okay yep all right um use him as you will yeah (laughs) uh okay if you play him though i think i I, it's still up for grabs that i can kill him yes of course you could kill him. I, I could kill him. Um, I, I haven't been ruling that out yet, but there hasn't really been a reason for Adrian to kill someone just yet. True. It'll probably be me. <laughs> okay. I don't know if you can see Caitlin on the main path, but we have like every other card is face down, starting on the left here with justice. Okay. <laughs> and there's three um, of them. So I guess the one closest to the right, the one closest to the left, or the one in the middle. The middle one. The, like, the yeah, the middle unflipped one. Ooh, that is the five of cups, which yeah, is Yeah, I a... see that loss in there. Oh, you mean <laughs> my cups? Yeah, my cups? That's, the, that's the sad boy cups card. That is the sad boy cups card. <laughs> what shall I do with my sad boy cups? Uh, what is the setup for that? Oh, is it another five? A car or elevator ride? And introspection yearning sadness or connection Mm. um and in particular if you would like more details about the five of cups Mm -hmm. um this is a card of like mourning and disappointment uh something you were expecting or something that you hold very close uh did not act or turn out the way you expected um and you you feel very strong regret about it um it's a card that has a lot of like emotional pain in it um and so it's a lot of like you know grief and mourning and a a lost possession perhaps Mm. (laughs) frankie's so shallow (laughs) 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 it's like what could it have been like uh, it's an item (laughs) (sighs) okay um so i want to do a car ride this time since we did i feel like maybe i might die if we do another elevator ride um (laughs) so do you remember like uber ride sharing Mm -hmm. what if we accidentally uber ride well car shared not Mm. with any specific branded company they have to share the same Uber, the classic trope. <laughs> There's only one Uber. <laughs> you know what happens next. So here's the thought, and mm-hmm. you do not have to take this thought. Do you want to do it as you both accidentally get into the same car? Or is this one of like Frankie's like legitimate like side hustles? Oh. And Adrian calls an Uber or for for whatever reason, and it just happens to be Mm. that Frankie's the one who picks her up. That's perfect. I love that so much. I like it. (laughs) And it's actually a nice car. Okay. But it's definitely an old car. Is it painted Um, a surreal color? (laughs) I'm really, like, tempted to say that she has one of those outrageous, like, old vans with, like, flowers painted on them. 
outside. So like oh a Volkswagen bus with like Like we're just going to go hard into, yeah, into that. Oh, oh like my God. That. I would die if an Uber picks me up and it, this oh. vehicle rolled up. <laughs> and like everyone knows this car around the neighborhood. You just didn't know it was Frankie's. Oh my gosh. There's a car. But like, in of our course, it's Frankie's. Yeah. <laughs> Who else's car could it have been? There's a car in our neighborhood that's literally an exact replica of the Ghostbusters car. Oh, and if cool. that was my Uber, I would like cease to exist. <laughs> <laughs> We've got one here that's just like. Uh, they've got like a giant cloud over it and everyone's like what's the big cloud for and they're like are we not allowed to have artistic expression (laughs) and like that's literally been the explanation and every time they repaint it that's been like they're like why and they're like fuck you that's why (laughs) yeah because i wanted to yeah where i used to live a couple towns over we had the mystery machine that was the weird (laughs) car like there someone had the mystery machine (laughs) all right okay (laughs) okay Um, so, sorry, are you done setting up the scene? Frankie is doing her rideshare side hustle. You finally get to know what one of her jobs is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of her many jobs. Besides pickpocketing people. Besides pickpocketing and murder. <laughs> um, like every respectable murderer, we also do a bit of creepy ride sharing. And I... the economy's so bad, you gotta have a side hustle just to stay afloat, man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, have you seen what's in people's wallets? Not cash. <laughs> um, I, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to will into this scene um, my wife. Ooh. Play the lover's card. Ooh. Yeah. Cassandra. Okay. So is that... Okay. Sorry. I was just like, where... wait, where's my card that goes with this? But that's the Empress. That's fine. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I think that uh, Adrian slides into the back of the car first, and she and Frankie, their eyes meet in like the rear view mirror, and then in comes Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> um, where are we going, and are we okay right now? Are my questions. <laughs> I. I, well, Caitlin is setting up this scene. I was sort of thinking that Adrian is on her way to do something with like the photographs, um, but I don't know. I, I guess yeah, that her. I guess we have to think of why her wife is also there. Mm. Um, hmm. Well, now you know I'm a murderer. Yeah. Maybe it was also though that you haven't. Have you told your wife about your suspicions? I don't think she wants to tell anyone. My sort of like uh, meta reason for like why she hasn't like super gone to the police yet is, is, you know, so that we can keep this thing going, but also that she wants to like 100% have proof and be like believed. Um, So I think that maybe with that in mind, she's trying to keep, um, she knows that this is the closest person to her and that if Frankie really wanted to, she sort of like knows that this is who she can go after. Um, so she's trying to keep Cassandra close to her while she, like, tries to do, um, like, what she does. Oh, oh maybe, you know what? Maybe she's picking her up at, at the, uh, at the, uh, medical examiner's office and they're sort of, like, on their way for her to, uh, to do something with the photographs and maybe, like, uh, get the report and go to the police station that is across town and, uh, reveal what she knows. Does that like that sound a, good to people? A very inconvenient place for the medical examiner to be. Yeah, it's across town magically. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
yeah, I like that. Um, if Cassandra is unaware of why we're doing this, uh, would you say she might be a little grumpy? <laughs> yeah, I think that, like, um, I, I think that it's being presented to her as, like, oh, we both have the day off. I just need to run a few errands. And, and now it's turning into a, this. Yeah, like, we took a pit and, stop. And we're having to take an Uber. And, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So yeah, Cassandra gets in and she looks very, very like grumpy. She's checking her phone, like wishing the day is over. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so they're in the car together, and like Adrian is like secretly hoping, like, do not say anything, Frankie, and also sort of like clutching maybe files to herself, like, oh my god, like, of course we're in this car, and I have like all this like proof against her, and like you know. <laughs> So you have gotten into the car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frankie's in, uh, pretty much unable to be anything but over the top. Uh, I think as you guys, you ladies, slide into the vehicle, um, she'll meet your eyes in the rearview mirror and then also like whip around and just be like, <gasps> and then maybe see your face and then like your, your wife also slides into the car mm-hmm. and then she's like, I said <laughs> I wouldn't say anything. Um, hello. Very obnoxiously checks phone for details of the ride. Um, Adrian and White, <laughs> which of course it doesn't say, but you guys might share last names if you put both of you on there. Did you? Uh, yeah, uh, probably. Both on the ride. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't ever like Uber myself. I don't know. So you I mean put, either. Uh, yeah. yeah. All of us. Um, like, how I don't Uber think. Work? I think that you just put how many and not necessarily like people's names and stuff. Oh, even better. Think... And then she says, "And wife, anyway." <laughs> yeah. 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 I think it shows like your first name, and then like you just have like a number of passengers or whatever. Okay. Showing how little I Uber around. Well, I Adrian do Uber around and... a lot. Just someone else always does it. <laughs> So, Adrian and wife? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're just going, like, a- across across town. That's a pretty expensive ride headed to Eyes Narrow. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're right. It is awfully expensive, isn't it? Yeah, I just wanted to... I didn't want to mess with the bus or, or anything and parking and... Yeah. It's a uh, hazard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is this the last place we're going today, Adrian? Hopefully. Hopefully? You don't know? Uh, it's prob- It's the last place. Yeah. It's the last place. Oh, great. Yeah. Um, Frankie will <laughs> uh, start the car going mm-hmm. in the direction that is dictated to her upon the ride sharing app. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there there is an awkward tenseness in the backseat. <laughs> mm-hmm. Everyone's mad at everyone. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Um, so she's going to be uh, fidgeting with her bag, like you know, playing with the flap on the front of it, and uh, yeah. Did we decide if Cassandra has like? We decided Cassandra has like a like a like a big paycheck kind of job, right? Uh, yeah, I think what... uh, yeah, I think that that's what we decided to explain how a podcaster can live like that. <laughs> Has all this time to do stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, okay, well, Adrian is, like, checking her phone and, and looking at her calendar. Adrian can, can see her looking at her calendar. She lets out a big sigh, and she says, You know, we're not going to be able to spend the day together for another three weeks, at least. I know. It's just, just, I'm sorry. Just, just bear with me just a little bit longer, okay? You know, it's, it's hard that when I get free time, we still have to focus on this hobby of yours. She takes her hand and she's like, Cassie, I promise you this is going to be the last thing, okay? It just, please just, just bear with me. Yeah, uh, you said the, the medical examiner was also going to be the last thing we did today. I know, it, it, this is really, really the last thing. It just, I, I just need to drop some things off and that's it. Mm-hmm. You need to drop some things off, uh, especially after. It's really, the... it's really important. Uh, yeah, it's important. I, uh, Cassie. I, pro- <laughs> I promise you, this is so important. Yeah, I heard what the medical examiner said to you. I'm not deaf, you know. He yeah. said that it was an accident, and you are the one that's convinced that this thing is something that it isn't. Just listen. Just. Go in your heart to the place where, you know, you you love me and you, and you trust me and just live in that place until the end of this ride, okay? You know, it, it's starting to feel like a pretty big ask of me to do something like that, Adrian. It's a car ride. <laughs> yeah, it's a car ride and it's going to the medical examiner on my one day off a month because you are convinced I, a crime that I, you listen, think you saw is listen, something I, completely I wrong. would not I would not I would not ask this of you unless it was important okay so it's important you just have to trust me and she's <laughs> glancing nervously to Frankie in the front seat I was gonna say Frankie's like have like warring emotions I don't know if you've seen my face in here but like it's just been like <laughs> me oh there's no one else you can be talking about but me but I promise I wouldn't say anything she's mean <laughs> one more ride like the medical examiner but he's in my pocket but but if it's in your pocket then that's not gonna be good for her. <laughs> just it's fine and she's probably making some like atrocious face like enough that you might ask her if she's okay <laughs> or someone might because Adrian is ignoring as hard as she can. <laughs> yeah, and Cat Cassandra's buried in her phone. <laughs> I guess um, maybe after a particularly like pointed jab from Cassandra, we'll we'll hit the brakes a little bit too hard at a red light, just as a like, <laughs> oh damn girl, you're gonna sit. How dare you? Um, yeah, we're, yeah, she like shifts forward and like, you know, catches herself on the seat in front of her. Um, not too much because obviously she's wearing her seatbelt because safety first. Um, <laughs> and uh, she gives Frankie another pointed look in the rear view mirror. And I think she's just going to be like, just what do you want me to do? You put me in quite a position here. <laughs> is what the body language is saying and she's having a really hard time keeping her mouth shut because that's not normally what she does uh-huh. and I feel like we're going to reach a threshold at some point in the next few minutes that she's probably maybe halfway there Uh, yeah okay. we can say that also yeah. I bet I bet we can hit that <laughs> mm. Um, I'm not Adrian you're Adrian 
I'm Chelsea. I'm Adrian. I'm Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> Who are any of us, really? <laughs> um, Cassandra starts looking through her phone again, and she, she sighs heavily, and she says, Did you ever put together a outfit for the Walsh party later this month? Yeah, um, I did. Uh, is it more presentable than the last one? I had I I only have the one suit. I don't know. You know this. I I think it's nice. No one has ever said anything about it but you. Uh yeah, they say it to me, my other coworkers when they're Well, why do they That's so rude. Why would they say that to you? You're going I- to a party? <laughs> Just very desperately <laughs> injected <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Please. Uh, <laughs> uh they I guess Cassandra turns and looks at her confusedly and is like, uh, yeah, I have to for my job. Oh, well, I love parties. I, you're talking about outfits. Is it like a fancy dress up party or what are we what are we looking at? It, it is. It's a minor gala. Oh, well, if you need another ride to the party, you know who to call. Uh, yeah, thanks. And she turns back to Adrian. <laughs> I could acquire like, a, <laughs> a slightly less loud van if that would be amenable. Uh, I, believe me, we will not be taking an Uber to this event. Would you be requiring a limo, perhaps? Uh, she, she side-eyes <laughs> uh, Frankie and ignores her pointedly. <laughs> Because I also drive a limo. Uh, we have the ride taken care of. It's it's fine. Oh. Well, I'm sure you'll look fantastic at the party. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Let, let's talk about the party. Is there, you know, that's, if you want to, Cassie, if, you know, like, if, if that's something that you want to do after this, we can go get something else for me to wear. Will that the help at all? Will that make your day off, like, better? Uh, she sighs and she says, yeah, I suppose at least that's doing something that's not your hobby. Great. Then we will do that. And it can, it's whatever you want. You can full, you know, you full permission to just pick whatever you want me to wear and I'll wear it. Okay. Well, when you put it like that, you make it sound like I'm a giant asshole. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not trying to make it sound like that. You you, 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 and I both know you are better than the semi. I am, you know, I know that you are the expert here. And I mean, half of what I do is listening to experts. That's all I'm trying to do here. I'm not trying to make it out like you're, you know, the bad guy. Uh, she sighs and she says, okay, fine, whatever. Yeah. And I think at this point they pull up to where they're going. Yeah, I was going to say, we're here. Um, and uh, Cassandra gets out immediately. Mm-hmm. So, if you guys want to have time <laughs> to make out, <laughs> um, <laughs> and she is going to again give uh, Frankie a, a look from the back seat, um, and just like just look into her eyes, you know, through the mirror for a second. Is this where I discard my Queen of Cups if that's what and you turn it do. into slow motion? <gasps> <laughs> what are we slow motioning? Frankie being sincere and sweet. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. But I guess she like turns around and she like starts off with like, uh, well, like I said, I drive a limo. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be the van. This is my van. But uh, the limo, I guess it's my limo. It would be my limo if I was driving it. 
Um, anyway, not to hold you up, but I think that I like your suits, and uh, your wife is wrong to treat you that way. Nobody should be treating you like that. Um, I just, I, I have to do what I have to do here. And she's going to reach for the door and go to exit the vehicle. Oh, wait. You dropped this. And she hands you one of her flowers. But this one's a different one from the usual ones. Ooh, what kind of flower is it? Oh. <laughs> Furiously Googling. Oh, no, the consequences of my actions. <laughs> <laughs> because we're also right in front of our wife. Um... <laughs> Based on this random thing picture I just pulled up, um, it is a, I don't know, is this, this is just gonna be funny. Um, so it's actually two, two plants, like, tied together with, like, a little ribbon. And the one piece, the bigger flower piece, is a rhododendron, which, fun fact, if bees get a hold of rhododendrons and they make honey and you eat it, you either hallucinate only or you can get sick and possibly die. Don't eat rhododendrons. <laughs> and um, a bit of nettle. Mm. But it's tied up so you can't like, the ribbon keeps you from touching the stickers. And okay. those are for strength and defiance. Ooh. I like that she just had these on her. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you like looked, like she has like random ass like buckets <laughs> of flowers. Oh, like, okay. it does she deliver flowers too as a side hustle? It is ultimately always unclear. Yeah. <laughs> what does Frankie do? Don't know. How does she spend her time? You've been following her, but you're still not sure. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think that she is going to um take them and then look at uh look at her and very sincerely be like I do feel kind of bad about this but it's I have to do what's right and she's going to get out of the car and um, close the door behind her and uh, head up the steps to the police station very nice and um, if you're okay we can end the scene there mm-hmm all right I like it yeah um so do you get the lover's card now uh yes yes Okay. Ooh. All danger. Right. I have your wife in my hands. <laughs> um, so we forgot to the last couple times, but am I in over my head? And what am I even doing? Am I in over my head? I think that she thinks that she is. And what am I even doing? I think that she's like questioning a little bit. Like she's, you know, she has this like very strong sense of justice and she needs to like blow the blow it blow this wide open but um she does feel kind of kind of bad about it and i think for is this just some fun still the answer has gone to no it is not just some fun still it's gotten super serial um super serial and i think frankie's realizing her feelings for adrian even as like far apart as they are and how much they don't know about each other um like Adrian still means a lot to Frankie and I think seeing her like in an unhappy relationship like really impacted her a lot more than she thought because like we've gone from like wife oh well to like wife but I said that I wouldn't s- say anything but she sucks <laughs> but like me saying anything about us is not going to be that's not going to fix that mm-hmm. 
So she's kind of at like an impasse where she's like, well, is she still having fun with the rest of her things? Sure. But it's overshadowed by this. Yeah. And um, the second question, why would I ever stop? I mean, she just watched the why would she ever stop go into the police station. But she's also kind of confident that her uh, her guy that she's got stuff on the medical examiner Mm -hmm. is going to hold strong. But she also doesn't know what Adrian has. Yeah. She might stop if she's been put in jail. All right. So I'm going to pick a card since I picked the one closest to the Wheel of Fortune before I'm going to pick the one closest to Justice. And oh, it's one of my favorites crying because you have too many swords. The Nine of Swords. Oh, no. Um, What am I going to do with all of these swords? What am I going to do with all of these swords? Oh, I love that card. <laughs> um, the swords are in the um, Weight Rider uh, Coleman deck. It's, I love all of the illustrations. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm in the wrong PDF. Uh, so swords is misfortune, wrath, deviousness, power. And that is the nine of swords. So a party or a date. We set this up real nice. <laughs> uh-huh. Look at Chelsea and just knowing. It's 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 perfect. Mm-hmm. Um so specifically with Nine of Swords, uh, for a little more uh help to set up the this date this play date we made like a couple hours ago. <laughs> Um, the Nine of Swords, because you were worrying about how many swords you have and what you're going to do with them all. Um mm-hmm. It is a card that reflects um, worry and anxiety um, or that one thing in the back of your head that you can't quite put your finger on, but is like Mm -hmm. haunting you. Um, A lot of times this uh, will show up or indicate some kind of like mild insomnia, even like you're so worried you can't sleep because these thoughts just keep running through your head. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that this setup is going to i'm going to give a little bit of off-screen information here so i think it's going to be at the party where uh cassie has you know done you know like gone her her new outfit and stuff like that um i think that when they went to the police station they didn't like believe her and um she thinks that she's on her own now like she tried to like do it you know she tried to like uh, expose it to like the authorities it didn't really work and um so now she's like fully on her own um and yeah i think that she's like at a low point here so she's being sad at a party some of our favorite things to do at parties is just be sad (laughs) too many swords Mm -hmm. um yeah the cops ended up being incompetent of course (laughs) uh i I bet probably not i imagine you did not ask (laughs) frankie to drive the limo (laughs) yeah yeah you didn't ask we didn't ask frankie drive the limo but frankie can be there um because they did talk about it and they did say what the party was you did i could just show up (laughs) yeah yeah um then i'm going to assume you are going to want cassie in this scene yeah okay um, well, that's not my card. I don't oh. know if Caitlin has yeah, to she can be in that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, so, she's yeah. not allowed at the party. <laughs> the party yeah, that she, she is going to go to. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, okay. So Cassie is in the scene. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. So that's like where we are. Um, what did Cassie pick out for um, for our gal? Um, so I'm thinking it's still like, um, I'm trying to think. I think she gets her a new suit, um, but it's not a pantsuit. It's like a skirt suit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And it's fit a little more like tighter around her. Um, mm-hmm. So it's not like as as comfortable looking as uh, Adrian tends to keep herself. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also like in a brighter color than she is used to wearing. Mm, so it's not her like browns and neutrals, right? Um, and I think specifically um, on her lapel of her blazer, there is a very like large and ornate uh, brooch that is a flower. Mm, okay we love flowers yeah i like that um she is sadly drinking from a wine glass by the bar as her wife mingles i think yeah and the bartender turns around and it's the fucking frankie <laughs> no that doesn't <laughs> have also to be working the party. <laughs> that'd be really funny though i i will leave it up to you how you want to be in this scene <laughs> um let me see and so our major arcana are like people we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh well, terrible. Um, I think Frankie is gonna show up on the arm of our sun card, Atlas Atkinson, the news anchor. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I am. I am dead. <laughs> I just want to introduce one more person for you to be at this party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just <laughs> I need to be more people. <laughs> um, yeah, so so you walk in with Atlas Atkinson with uh Chelsea the that outfit Ralph references in the cast discussion. <laughs> oh no. Yeah, those big 80 shoulder pads looking fabulous. Oh my god. <laughs> I am in love. Can I date Frankie? <laughs> She's scary, but yes. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Just your, um, your soft-hearted serial killer. <laughs> yeah, you know, just a soft boy. Um, okay, so I'm imagining Atlas has as big shoulder pads, if not bigger. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so here, I'll describe uh, Frankie's outfit because everyone else cannot see Frankie's oh, outfit. Oh, yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> where it lives in, now inside our hearts. Um, so <laughs> it's like a, would you call this like a jumpsuit or like a romper sort of situation or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like a romper. So like a romper where it's got like very broad shoulders created by your, you your usual eighties shoulder pad fun. It is like screaming red and the patterns on it are abstract, but I, I think they look kind of like flowers very abstractly oh yeah Um, i i read them floral yeah very clearly in like Mm -hmm. uh pinks and like intense greens and dark blues and it plunges the neckline plunges down to like just above the belly button um the bottom of the jumpsuit um forms like like a i don't know i don't know fashion words like a skirt over like some like dark tights that she's wearing um where, like, one side, like, flows over the next. So, like, mirroring the plunge on 
the the neckline via the skirt line yeah. but not as deeply because we're being <laughs> fancy but not that fancy and by fancy you mean sexy yes oh. <laughs> um so yeah that frankie and that is standing beside atlas atkinson news anchor at channel KXW. This is Wordle now. I need one more letter, I uh, think. <laughs> you. Because the station would not be complete without you. Aww, this is horrible. <laughs> um, and uh, he looks like if an action figure was wearing a news anchor suit. Mm. That That is what Atl- Atlas Atkinson looks like. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the two of them stroll on in. Uh, Atlas is is looking around and people uh, turn to to see them because he's obviously a a prominent figure uh, being a news anchor. People recognize his face. And with with an action figure stature like that, who wouldn't? Am I right? Uh, (laughs) um, Uh, And it seems like people even as loud as Frankie looks, uh, people are are looking past her to Atlas in in the moment. Mm hmm. Um, I think Adrian will sort of chuckle darkly to herself and take a big swig of wine. Uh, Frankie's just having fun. She's feeling dazzling, very much just like, I'm here. I am almost but not quite the center of attention, which is exactly where she wants to be as one of her her, uh, moves is to... Where did it go for the wording? One of her moves is to blend easily, despite being as loud as she is visually always. Um, uh, did did we come as like a date or did we come as like friends? Uh, we came looking like a date, but we knew each other in high school. Ah, okay. I see. I see. And I was like, hey, there is a party. Do you want to go to the party? And <laughs> he cannot resist. Uh I feel like there's some there's some kindred spirit sort of thing between Atlas and Frankie where they just like love being either the center of attention or just like part of the center of attention. Oh yeah, they were both definitely in drama club. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but we couldn't resist a party. And since he's uh, a big recognizable name, Frankie also knew that she wouldn't have any problems getting into this party alongside him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like it. Um, then as people are kind of like approaching him to say like, hello, how are you? And like, oh my gosh, it's Atlan Atkinson. Good job on the news, reading the news stuff. You sure are good at reading a teleprompter, sir. Uh- <laughs> and he's lapping it up, I'm sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. He looks like he was made for this. <laughs> um, at one point in the conversation, he kind of... Um, somebody kind of waves him over to have like a, a one-on-one chat and he kind of like lets Frankie go mingle a yeah. lot by herself. Frankie excuses herself with like like a like toodaloo sort of a wave and mm-hmm. uh goes to get a drink. Doesn't seem to drink it though. And uh looks around the room until she spots Adrian. But then she also looks around because she's like, where's her wife? Yeah. In my head, Adrian is like sitting by the bar and did not bother to move when she spotted Frankie. And uh, her wife is like socializing elsewhere. Yeah. And in fact, uh, when you see uh, Atlas uh, go off to have his like private conversation, he approaches like a group of people where Cassie is also. Frankie just looks smug. She's like, so, 
How's the party? Have you come here to gloat? Is that why you're here? Again? Because you always seem to be wherever I am? What am I gloating about this time? <sighs> I mean, it looks like you won. No one believes me, of course, even though I've done all I can to get whatever I can on you. Hmm. So you tried to talk to the medical examiner? Yep. I take it that didn't work out as planned. Nope. Everyone I have tried to talk to tells me that I don't know what I'm talking about. These things are clearly accidents. So it looks like you've done a good job of covering all of this up. So congratulations. I would say thank you, but I somehow feel like that's not appropriate in this case. Um, look, it's not, it isn't personal, I hope you know, that I'm not doing this to, like, or continuing to do whatever it is we're talking about to, like, make you feel inferior. I think you're doing excellent work. What a trick of fate that I ended up driving us over there the last time. It just is so astonishing to me how you can have all the proof in the world of something, and yet if people just decide that's not what happens apparently it's it's not what happens i don't i don't know what i'm supposed to do am i supposed to move on forget that i know any of this that doesn't seem right well i mean i wouldn't like you to move on although i guess I just... it's complicated i love that you're focused on me i also don't love it if i can be clear about that aspect I was hoping we'd see more of each other where I wasn't the one following you. Because when you follow me, I don't seem to find out. Well, I'm not the one wearing... And she just pokes the shoulder pads. Is this some sort of comment on my shoulder pads? I love shoulder pads. I'm not saying that they look bad. <laughs> but it's not exactly incognito. But, I mean, what do I know? You seem to be good at what you do. Uh, you know, certainly there are times where I wish I could shout to the rooftops what it is that I do and who I spend my time with. So I guess I have to do it through clothes and my van and how I talk to everybody. But I think she'll gently, like, like, touch the, like, her sh Adrian's shoulder with her, her new outfit. She goes, you look great, but you look uncomfortable. Which means that you don't look like you're very happy in this outfit. Um, she's going to fiddle with her wine glass and say, um, I, I don't feel very comfortable lately, frankly. Fair. <laughs> My brain is like, we can make it more comfortable. Would you like to be more comfortable? <laughs> is, is Frankie asking her that? Sure, yeah. She's going to, like, be so taken aback. <laughs> she looks over to Cassie. Uh, uh, Cassie is not paying attention to any of this. <laughs> looks like she's busy with Mr. Atlas. You are unbelievable. That's what I hear. Like, I mean, I've never met anyone like you, and that's probably a good thing. <laughs> because of... And she gestures <laughs> to the air in front of her. Um, I... I think Frankie's just gonna hold out a hand. I, she is going to. Um, I will say to be clear, she's not intoxicated in any way. She's like, <laughs> you know, only had like part of a glass of wine, and she looks 
to um to her to cassie just talking to our anchor friend and back to frankie and she takes her hand and we walk out of the room to where yeah and she pulls i think that she pulls her hand away as soon as she's up like you know and looks around nervously makes sure no one notice and to try and make it look like she's just being helped up but she yeah she leaves the room where does she go i don't know where does frankie lead her we go to a secret room to a cool comfy room Mm. we're going to a comfy room can we have like a a scene with our people who got left behind in the park. Uh, you want me to talk to myself for a hot second? Or like just, <laughs> well, you don't have to talk to yourself. Yeah. Just like, what's happening? What are they talking about? We, we're, we're like fake. fading, yeah, to, we're fading a, to a sort of neutral and... over here. What happened? We're, we're going to uh, Yeah, you guys uh, head out and you can hear kind of like the swell of the party still picking up. Um, you can hear some like cheers in the background. Whatever's happening there seems wow. to be like Yay. going on, and there seems okay. to be no notice that the two of you have slipped um, away. Yeah. <laughs> Do we want to end the scene then on our fade to black? Um, sure. All right, man. One of the suggestions was that like the confrontation is uh is the sexy bits, but oh, we just jumped into it. <laughs> um, that's fair. Um, all right so yeah at the end of this scene am i in over my head what am i even doing um adrian feels like she's very much in over her head and she doesn't know what she's doing she's for the first time in a long time just reacting purely on like feeling and is this just some fun still (laughs) no this is serious frankie's having quite a turn of heart here You've warmed her cold heart over. And why would I ever stop? (laughs) I don't know. She's feeling pretty bad about making Adrian feel bad about not being able to prove anything. Although, obviously, she feels pretty good about that at the same time. Um, So she's uh, mulling over some ideas. And the lovers are bopped back to me, I think, because she she keeps surviving the scene. (laughs) You said be nice to her. Yeah, she did. Um, so it's Caitlin's turn to draw. There's only one card left. <laughs> and this card is the Ten of Wands. Ooh, very Ten interesting. Of wands. Inspiration, intuition, revelation, passion. We said mm-hmm. ten. Ooh, a betrayal. Ooh. Uh yeah, so the Ten of Wands in a reading often uh appears when you've taken too much on your plate where you're starting to feel overwhelmed by all of the things you need to do it's a card that shows that you have taken on a great deal of responsibility and you may be struggling with everything with all of that um it's also a card that has um some ties to stress um you're you're managing all of these things and you can feel overwhelmed and uh like that you've bitten off more than you can chew uh, and that can either be like intangible things you have to do, or just like multiple thought processes you have going on at the same time. So that is a cool card to have in this spot. <laughs> I mean, it's got a lot to do with what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's almost like, yeah, tarot. And Fiona says um, she never shuffles the cards well enough. <laughs> I don't. I always get them like fucking in order. And that means they're, they're where <laughs> they're, they're supposed to, draw to be. <laughs> That's fair. 
Hmm. Okay, so what I would like to do. Oh, I have so many thoughts. Okay. Um do you did we have did, Fiona, do you have the medical examiner in your hands or no? The hermit, yeah. Okay. I can play I can't kill them the in the scene. Um maybe because I like want to do like something cool for like the wrap up, but I I think what Frankie's going to do, if you might put the hermit in the scene for mm-hmm. me, um, much to Frankie's own twisty feelings, mm-hmm. I think this betrayal comes to Frankie at Frankie's own own hands. <laughs> and Ooh. oh no, the consequences of my own actions <laughs> and. Philip Messenger, who's been hiding a lot of her murderiness, is now dead. (gasps) How does he die? Um, I don't know. She goes to go have coffee with her old pal, and as it turns out, we, uh, this is creepy, honestly. Um, I don't know. We're just gonna assume that maybe they have, like, a whole, like, body processing thing like right here because Mm -hmm. why not and we might uh have drugged our medical examiner friend and then put him in to be cremated oops oops oh no there he goes weird he left all these papers behind would be a shame if they also caught that would be a shame because she doesn't want them to (laughs) some of them will be she's not gonna burn all of her (laughs) bridges all in one go is that the is that the whole scene um it can be if you want it to i think so because i think with the medical examiner gone that opens up a much bigger route and if she also leaves her signature flower right there and you've been Mm -hmm. talking to the police Mm -hmm. then uh (sighs) she's just like having done it just in there (laughs) just like why why am i like this yeah anyway goes to exchange her really loud (laughs) yeah (laughs) <laughs> um yeah okay yep. so do you want to ask yourself like the final questions and then we'll go into the confrontation so our final questions for the scene this is not just some fun we've reached no. it's not fun anymore <laughs> we've ruined the fun <laughs> at least for right now and for why would i ever stop well i'm not and that's <laughs> that she Definitely took out the medical examiner, but that doesn't mean mm-hmm. she's done. She just thought it might make Frankie happy. Or Frankie. She just thought it might make Adrian happy. She's very bad at wow. showing her feelings. <laughs> oh, man. So, so that, yeah. that means we're on our final scene. Yeah, we're on our confrontation. So this is our last scene. Um, So we're supposed to talk about what the story has like really been about as we like design our scene and then each of us plays a minor arcana from our hands um so i was sort of like thinking about this last couple scenes and i kind of feel like our story is like um the murder is like almost like a metaphor for like um just letting go of like obligation almost and you have at the ends of the spectrum frankie who just completely lets go of everything like does not care until she meets Adrian, who is just totally the opposite, is like, you know, so like married to obligation all the time. And it's the two of them, like, you know, you have your thesis, your antithesis coming to like a synthesis. Um, 
that's what I kind of see the story as being about, like on a larger level. What are you thinking, Caitlin? Um, I that was I liked what you just said. <laughs> um, I think in my like murky feelingsness because I a fun fact about Caitlin is that I don't uh think in words, so sometimes this is hard. Um, like the the feelings that I get out of this is that is something similar where mm-hmm. um Frankie and Adrian are coming from like opposite ends of the like the spectrum on like doing what they want and feeling w- the way they'd like to or like in terms of like how like we were saying like uh, like obligations and mm-hmm. Frankie or I guess uh, here's the other thing the other thing that I'm seeing is that um we're also learning to adjust to obligations that aren't just to ourselves or just to our families Mm -hmm. so frankie's definitely learning that it's not all about her even though Mm -hmm. it's definitely been a lot about her (laughs) yeah she certainly had friends but we opened this game by her killing her best friend Mm -hmm. so like her like actually like processing some sort of like feeling that's like wait you do know how to have relationships with people where it's not like this and it doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like this. Mm-hmm. And Adrian is different for Frankie. I think, I don't want to speak for um, Adrian, but it seems like she's also coming from a place where she's been uh, quite literally wedded to her other obligations, right. whether it's yeah. her wife or her sister or her podcast or her yeah. pursuit of Frankie in a way mm-hmm. that Frankie would not enjoy. But I think at this point, though, we're kind of at like a, a like a crossroads for that. For mm-hmm. Frankie has put down her offering at the table. It's a sacrificial offering. But it's kind of now we see where Adrian wants to go. Is it still to continue with, as she was saying, like what is right? Or is she going to follow her heart? Or, mm-hmm. or you know, those are the feelings I have. <laughs> Roughly. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree with all of that. I think that's like the major themes that we're like playing with here. Um, uh, so, okay, so we both play a card simultaneously, a minor arcana card. Um, I don't know if you've thought of yours at all. Do you know which one you want to play? Mm. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay. Um, do you want to go first or should I go first? Uh, I went first for scenes. <laughs> Maybe you should go first. <laughs> okay. Um, I was going to play the Seven of Cups, um, an intimate coincidence, and that's the one about connection and sadness and such. Introspection, yearning, sadness, connection. I, th- I feel like that is, like, encompassing what we, like, talked about. So I'm going to play the Seven of Cups. I like the Seven of Cups. <laughs> <laughs> Me just like looking at all my cups in my hands, like, because mm. <laughs> um, I think similarly, I was going to play a cups. Mm-hmm. I'm still tempted to play a cups. More cups. You need more cups. Three cups of espresso. <laughs> three cups of espresso. What about eight cups? Okay, so yeah, the same introspection, yearning, sadness, connection, and a fight or brawl. Um, so this is just sort of like setting like the mood. I don't think we have to take it like so literally as we did before. 
Um, uh, would you like to know more about your selected cards? Yes, I would love to. Um, the Seven of Cups is this card of like uh, daydreaming and dreaming and uh, fantasy. Uh, the card features a a person looking up to the to the clouds and seeing lots of things they want, uh, but as they are things that you're kind of like hoping for and dreaming for, none of these things are like necessarily tangible yet. Um, and the Eight of Cups is a card of like letting go of something that's been like weighing on you and you're taking the first couple steps of like emotional growth and spiritual growth um to get past this thing a lot of the time it's more of like a uh like symbolic moving on um but in some cases it can actually be like picking up and moving yourself so that you can uh experience some kind of growth or a new beginning or some kind of something um all right yeah the other addendum i will add to the eight of cups is a lot of the times it will also symbolize the ending of something important important being just like a a big part of your life so this could be moving house or like ending a relationship or like uh resigning yourself that a dream may never happen and you're trying to take steps to move towards another path of life Pertinent information. Mm-hmm. Very. <laughs> where do we where do we want the scene to take place? Hmm. I guess it depends on what's happened in the interim <laughs> from the last scene and now. Yeah. Um probably like what I sort of imagined is you know, um people are like between the two of them, they are like, oh my gosh, like this is like Frankie does appear to have done it. I don't think that she's been, like, captured, but... Okay, well, I have a suggestion, and it's kind of corny. Okay. (laughs) I Uh, like corny. (laughs) Fire escape outside your apartment. Oh, I was thinking that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, it's either the roof of the apartment building or the fire escape, like, so they can have, like, a private conversation. Uh We're on the same wavelength. It's not corny if it's white. It is. Yeah, so so Frankie like knocks at her window, probably the window of her office, and is on the fire escape. Does that sound good? Yeah. Um. Yeah. She. Yeah. Like. Uh. You know. She looks a little. Adrian looks a little shocked and uh, opens the window, and she's like, "What are you doing here? Everyone's looking for you. I've been getting calls all day about it." Well, you aren't on the phone now, are you? No, I was answering emails about it. Oh well. If I could have a moment of your time, I would be very happy. Um, she's going to look back towards the computer, um, but then look at Frankie and climb out the window with her. Mm. And when she gets onto the fire escape, she's like, I know that you're not that messy, that you would make a mistake like that. No, it wasn't a mistake. Why did you do it? It's going to sound really corny if I say because I thought it would make you happy, especially considering you don't like it when things like this happen. Um, I mean, it boils down to that, I think. And I don't want to make you unhappy. <laughs> she kind of like... And I think I make you unhappy frequently, but I also don't make you that unhappy. And she, like, gives you, like, a big wink. <laughs> I... I guess not. I, oh my gosh, I I never considered 
any of this. Uh, this is not where I expected any of this to go. Uh, well, I mean, you said I'm unbelievable. Yeah, and I still think that. Which is why I've come out here today. Uh-huh. As you know, and you just told me, everyone's looking for me. Or looking mm -hmm. out for me. I promise I'm being good. For now. Okay. Um. Right. I just wanted to tell you that I'm leaving. You're leaving? Like, going on the lam? Well, I wasn't going to walk into the police station. Yeah, that didn't seem like you. She sort of, like, looks up towards the sky and, you know, she's, she seems very, like, contemplative and, and she says, um, are you still going to be doing what you do wherever you go? She, like, heaves a big sigh. She's like, it has occurred to me that it might be wrong more than a few times. Mm -hmm. So it sounds like you might need someone who can keep you in check. Someone who... <laughs> Sorry, I can't help my own smile with that. <laughs> someone who will come. Someone to... Frankie, I can't... I keep trying to justify to myself what it is you do, but I can't. But I think that what I can do is say, if you go, I go too. Well, I'm not going to tell you where I'm going. You're going to have to figure it out, and I trust that you will. And she's, like, trying very hard not to be, like, and failing. Where she's, like, trying to be serious, and then she just, like, ends up, like, beaming. But you have told people about what I do before, so I'm not... I just don't want to go that fast, is what I'm saying. I'd be ecstatic if you came. She she takes Frankie by the arms, and she kisses her. She pulls her close Ooh. and kisses her. Ah! And she says, you have ten minutes before I'm tweeting that <laughs> you're on the run. Well, shit. <laughs> she, like, takes her face in both hands and, like, kisses her really hard, presses, a, like, another flower bouquet at her, and then just, like, bolts. And I think that's a good place to end the scene. <laughs> <laughs> Frankie and Adrian. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. Our girls. I love that. Aw. I love that. Uh. And Frankie, I guess, disappears into the night after Adrian, um, you know, alerts the, the social media that, oh my gosh, she's, <laughs> she's leaving the city. She's going yeah. somewhere else. Uh, yeah, she has it on, on good information that this is <laughs> happening. And uh, does, does Adrian follow her eventually? I, yeah, I, th I think so. I think that, like, you know, it, if we were to continue this, obviously it's a one-shot, so we're not, but I think that that's how, like, the next session would go, is that, you know, like, she's tracked her down to, like, a new location, and, you know, they, they like, meet somewhere, and Adrian doesn't realize until, like, she leaves that it's actually, like, uh, it's actually been Frankie she's been talking to the whole time, this mysterious woman. Uh -huh. um, but, yeah, I think that she does go after her, and they, uh, and they have their little romance in a in a new location. <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> their little cat and mouse game. I'd like to think that 
the bouquet that she shoved at her before she went was like all flowers from the places like that she wanted to go. Ooh, I like that. Aww. Yeah. Where she's like, yeah, think of me. <laughs> ah! Oh, I like that so much. Aww, I love. It's so cute. I can't stand. It. Yeah. I can't stand us. My, what a heart-pounding story. And I'm talking about more ways than one. Is Frankie the floral assassin still out there on the west coast? I'd be checking all your roses for extra sharp thorns tonight, just in case. My advice for all the Adrians of the world out there. Let destiny guide your heart, for it'll keep all your passions aflame. Until next time, listeners where we continue our tales of enticing romance. As you walk down the sidewalk, passing shops of all kinds, the cold wind stinging against your cheeks as the snow beneath your feet gives a light crunching, you see a sign above your goal, Chronicle Comics. You open the door, the ding of the bell letting the clerk know someone has entered. He looks up at your familiar face and says, Hey, uh, that comic you were picking up ended its run, but it looks like the company printing it as uh, something new out. And he hands you a comic. On the cover, a city along the water at night, searchlights across the dark sky. In each light are four faces with names and contrastingly colorful font below them. Falcon Girl. No, he would not be impressed. He'd be like 50 times more pissed than he already is at me. Royale. Yeah, watching and seeing what happens isn't stopping the crime. Remix! Am I the only one confused why Quasi can whisper? Quasi Raptor. Quasi never gets to eat. Above them, in white font with yellow bordering, the words Cape Chronicles. Available every first and third Wednesday of each month starting March 2nd, 2022 from Project Derailed, wherever you get your podcasts. It is cramped in here. Introducing Tales of the Voidfarer. Join the spacefaring adventures of a group of misfits in this D&D 5th edition podcast inspired by the 2nd edition setting, Spelljammer. My name's Marco Astorio. My character is a Gith Yankee. My character is a Doar. Adorable little penguin people. You're Ravnus, right? Yes, I, 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 and you are. I, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Luckby Cumble. My name is Captain Valeria Rain, and welcome aboard the Voidfarer. Luckbeak, Ravnus, come on! There's so much to see over here! Catch new episodes of Tales of the Voidfarer every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcast fix. (laughs) That's funny. Wait, did you just Hmm? say that's funny and not laugh, Ravnus? We really have to work on your social skills. (laughs) ProjectDerailed.com